Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to Silver and Gold! Coming to the ring from parts unknown at a combined weight of 853 pounds, Pickleloaf and Dr. Zong! seconds that showed up on the recording. <laughs> Blah. All right, welcome to our the uh, semi-annual official Silver and Gold. <laughs> I am the Loaf, and with me, Dr. Zah. Hi, people. We are going to talk some stuff and movies, even though we just were talking about stuff and movies, and Andre 3000, and Bastion Booger, and man, we wasted a lot of good material. Known as Big Brown Beaver. Tom, how are you, sir? I'm doing good. Um, just uh, checking it out, keeping it real, keeping it smooth. Me too. Uh, I got yeah, nothing, nothing here. Your enthusiasm um, is is uh, overwhelming. Yeah, I got nothing. Uh, I did actually. This is an enthusiastic thing. This is an exciting thing. Um, I bought a new car recently. Whoa! The the toaster is no more. Did the toaster go kaput, or did you well, just decide to... the toaster pretended like it was going to go kaput. Mm. Um, so uh, we we got hurricaned on twice in the last few weeks. Once oh. yesterday, and one big one about a month ago. Mm-hmm. Uh, the one yesterday, not too bad. Um, I mean, they closed schools, I guess, as a precaution, but really it was just windy and rainy. It was the... Yeah, that was Hurricane Michael that hit Florida. And Florida is a fucking mess, so hopefully everybody's okay down there. Oh, God, it looks like a bomb went off down oh, there. It's awful. Um, but uh, when the day that Flo- uh, Floyd? Florence. Floyd was yeah. a few years ago. Long, few, yeah, like 2000. Um, Florence luckily missed us for the most part. But the day that it was coming ashore... Um, it was a Thursday, and I I was supposed to go to work, and my I go out and uh, turn the key to my car, and nothing, like it didn't even try. You know, like mm. dead battery is usually like it'll be like blah, 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 and get yeah, it. this did nothing. Didn't leave my lights on. Didn't do anything like that. So um, couldn't figure out exactly what was going on. Um, my uncle, uh, I have an uncle that lives local, and he brought this kind of uh, battery. I don't know what it's called, but basically it can like jump you and charge your battery. Um, just because I wanted to see, and no sparks or anything, nothing would happen. So I had to get it towed, uh, and it still ended up just being a dead battery. I don't know how, huh. but it was. I mean, like, it must have been really dead. I mean, it like- was really dead, and it was fine the night before. So um, 
that was just kind of my wake up call. I, uh, you know, I was like, you know, I've had this car for 12 years. It's 15 years old. It was time. It was time before I actually have an actual issue that's going to cost me an arm and a leg. So I, I bought myself a 2017 uh, Volkswagen GTI. Oh, it's a neat little look car. Look at you! I'm all fancy. I can like go fast and listen to. I mean, I have Bluetooth in my car. I don't have to like reach I across the that. car with cables. Yeah, <laughs> I love the Bluetooth. Uh, let me ask you a question because I, 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 well, did you have any kind of like? I, I don't know if I want to say separation anxiety, like when you traded your car, like. When I traded my little black Jeep in, my Patriot, yeah. for some reason I had it for so long. I do this with everything. I, I I don't know why. I feel like I'm, you know, it's the end of an era or something. Yeah, I know what you it mean. Feels like, weird. like, uh, like usually if I live in an apartment, I don't ever have that feeling because it's usually for a year or two. Yeah. When I moved out of my old townhouse, I had that like the last time you close the door. It's like, ugh. And I, I wanted to take a picture of this. Um, and I completely forgot, like, because I went to go get the car or basically I was tr- still arranging the down payment stuff. So I figured I was going to get the car later in the week. And uh, I go on Monday just to kind of sign papers just for them to say, we're not going to sell it. Uh, you're going to come and we're going to finalize things. And while I'm there, they're like, OK, we're uh, getting a tag ready for you and uh, we're going to test drive your car real quick. And I'm like, wait, what? Like, I was like, am I taking this home today? <laughs> like, yeah. <laughs> Yeah. So, and I just had to go back to get my temporary tag and and finalize stuff. But um, what color? Black. It's gray. 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 Okay. Yep. And it's got I'm the looking, plaid. I'm looking it up right now. It's got the plaid interior, not the leather uh, interior. I like the plaid. I like the plaid. Um. So, I was I meant to take a picture of my car, and I completely forgot that day, and uh, I just never got a chance again. So the last picture I have of my car is it getting lifted onto the flatbed tow truck. <laughs> <laughs> I, I can see you like stepping out of this and, and like wearing a kilt. <laughs> <laughs> somebody, somebody at work suggested I get a matching plaid scarf and driving hat. Yes, <laughs> yes, definitely. I carry a shillelagh around too. Yes, uh, it's it's a it's a fun little car. I was um, I've been since I've been driving this big box around for years. It's like it 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 had a very soft brake and gas pedal. And so it actually when I went, had brakes and uh, <laughs> yeah. And now when I test drove this one, I felt so bad because immediately I was like, I probably gave the dude whiplash because <laughs> yeah. I was expecting like foot to the fucking floor. Like I have to do with mine to get on a highway. And all of a sudden this thing is like, boom, you know, so I always liked having like a smaller car, especially when like, driving in traffic or in like a big city in town Mm -hmm. because you can just kind of zip in and out and everything oh yeah that when i when i like i said that patriot i had it was probably about the size of the toaster and when i got this fucking goddamn charger when i first bought it it was weird i felt like i was driving a goddamn fucking dump truck because it's it was so much bigger, oh. and it took me a while to get used to it. Like pulling in parking spaces and stuff, I, yeah. I would I, I I felt like I couldn't fuck it. Even when I test drove it, and the guy sitting beside me, I'm like, fuck, this thing's big. I can't. And now it just seems like nothing. <laughs> yeah, and I had the I have the opposite thing because I'm used to having to, I was used to having to fit the bigger vehicle in a spot. Yeah. So now I'm like two feet away from the <laughs> where I need to be because I'm still trying to make room. 
And I, you know, I had those weird, I don't know if you ever experienced them. I know you've ridden in the front seat, but, uh, I, I don't know if you ever opened the back door of the element where it's kind of like, you, it's a suicide door. Yeah. It had the, yeah. I found myself doing that the other day. I had to get something out of the back seat of the GTI and I, <laughs> I was holding, I was holding my front door while reaching for the back door. I'm like, what the yeah. fuck am I doing? Cause it opens like the opposite <laughs> yeah. way. Yeah. Uh, it was funny. See, that's content. Good content. That is, that is content. I'm glad I saved that. <laughs> does does it what, like um, have pretty good uh, sound system in it? Yeah, uh, yeah, it does. It sounds good. It's it. I don't think it has as like as uh, beefy of speakers as the Element had, but the Element was so loud inside. Uh, like this one sounds better because it's better. You know, the better sound insulation. So. Mine has that fucking. Uh, I didn't even know like what it what like the big deal was because I'm old and I don't give a shit. But uh, <laughs> like my my uh, niece was like about uh, my car has uh, beat or is it beats or beat beats but like beats by Dre you mean yeah by Dre. <laughs> so you got super you got well I don't think it is anymore. Apple bought beats at some point, so yeah. it might be an Apple product now, but it's, they're super bassy, right? Yeah, yeah, and then like you know, I, when I, I was showing it to uh, a guy at work, and um, I'm I'm sitting there trying to find like some music that would actually sound that that would make a difference. I mean, it does make a difference because I know there were songs <laughs> that I've listened to a million times, and I would hear things that I normally wouldn't hear. Yeah, but um, you know, I'm trying to find some kind of hip hop or something to fucking play, which for me is like uh, trying to, you know, I have. And no you just play, you play them BGS instead. Yeah, I was like, man, this BGS, crank it up, man. <laughs> listen to the, listen to Jive talking. It's all your job talking. Oh, and, um, so anyway, enough about these people. This sounds too macho. This is too macho talking. Yeah, wait. Uh, talking yeah, I'm not going to talk about the turbo in my car or any shit yeah. like oh, that. Oh, does it have a turbo? It does. Yeah. <laughs> you got a speeding ticket yet? No. I. So when I test drove it, the guy was like, um, he kept encouraging, because I was nervous about it. It's got one of those things where you can like, it's not a manual. It's automatic, but it has the thing where you can shift gears if you want. Yeah, that's what mine has. It's and it like, has paddles on the steering wheel you can do it with. If you, you don't have a clutch. You just, right, right. But you can so, put it in that mode, and, and I had the paddle things up on the fucking steering wheel. I was already nervous that I was going to break something before I even test drove it. And I was like, I was determined to avoid the conversation. And he insisted that I try this thing out. And I was like, I was like I'm going to sound stupid. I'm just afraid of breaking this thing. He's like, I promise, I promise you can't. Like, it's smart enough. Yeah. To where you could downshift in the middle of going yeah. sixty and it'll be fine. Everything's computerized now, so yeah. that's like I, I only use. I tried those paddle things out um, like a couple times. One time, just when, like you said, when you first got the car, and just to see, you know, what it did or whatever. And then one time, there was some guy on my ass, and I wanted. To, <laughs> he was pissing me off, and man, I fucking downshifted with that thing, you know. And then you could shift. <laughs> You could just shift real fast, you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And goddamn, I mean, I've it was kind of cool, but I've never done it since. It's like playing a video game with yeah. when, it's on, when you use the paddles, but I was like Baby Driver. But he's like Glenn Campbell. <laughs> he's like, uh, uh, he's like, well, I got this plate on the back. They know that you're. They'll know with this plate that you're test driving, so don't worry about going too fast. Oh. So I was like zipping like ninety on this fucking highway. You uh, do but, something to personalize it. Just yeah. get like a, a fuzzy dice or something. <laughs> I, I mean, after I farted it enough, it'll be mine. But. Yeah. yeah. 
it'll, it'll have my brand. It. It'll have my brand on the front seat. So get a personalized plate that says "Fart Noise." <laughs> Is that too many letters? F R. Just F-R- yeah. My, uh, I don't know. F R T N O Y Z. F O R T N O Y Z. Yeah. Then everybody, but then everybody that listens to the show would know it was you. Oh, all right. <laughs> They'd be like, oh, my God, there's Loaf. All six people that listen to the show. Yeah. If you happen to be, like, driving over in Germany. <laughs> I think we have one listener in North Carolina. There you go. See? <laughs> I don't even look at that shit. I don't want to hear about it. <laughs> we have we have one listener in West Virginia I know of. Oh, that asshole. <laughs> then um, I was talking to some guy one time. Um, shit. Well, I think my sister fucking listens to the goddamn show. Eee. At least she tells me she does, and she actually comments on stupid shit that we say sometimes. Oh, God. Yeah, yeah, I know. And that's what sucks, because like my other sister was like, yeah, I had to come on your show sometime and do this or that, and then my nephew said something about that, and I'm like, I don't want anybody in our family to listen to this fucking show. Yeah. Because I just don't mention that there's a show anymore to people in my family. Yes, that's like people that I actually like humans that I actually know in person. Uh, I don't mind because my you know the per, our persona uh, is kind of fucked up. <laughs> <laughs> and then I start thinking about all the shit we've said, and I'm like, oh my god, did I say anything? Have I said anything about like you know that might piss somebody off or you know i'm almost positive both of us have said things that would piss people off that's probably why a lot some of our friends have dropped off <laughs> <laughs> they just like disappear. when i'm sitting there going wonder why so-and-so doesn't talk to me anymore. <laughs> <laughs> oh maybe if i go listen to episode 163 i'll figure it out yeah remember that little passive aggressive comment you made that one time <laughs> uh, uh well and then, I, I, and then how many fucking shows have we have we done now like 300 and something? No, it's like two. I mean, if we had recorded every week, we'd probably be at 300, but I think we're at 230 something. But I mean, it's still, you, I just start thinking about, oh my God, you know, because we kind of, once you, once we, once we get in the zone and we start fucking freewheeling it with the, uh, what have you been doing lately? <laughs> <Shit> like, <laughs> stuff just comes out. Yeah, well, yeah, ah, whatever. Do. Nobody listens. Who cares? No, not anymore, anyway. But anyway, let's see. We're doing a show. You we got are. I'm trying to think. I went. Oh, I went on vacation. Speaking you did go on vacation. Um, we normally go the week before we went. Now, thank God. For some reason, I don't know why. I picked. I just got online and I just picked uh, a um, a week. And um, oh, you just missed fucking uh, Florence. The week before was Florence. <laughs> So then, the whole way down there, we were thinking, how the fuck, okay, are we going to have any problem getting there? Because we called down, and they said, everything's fine now. We didn't, the, Myrtle just mostly had rain and wind, like what you were saying. Yeah. And, but a lot of people evacuated. And, uh, but there was a problem about getting there. Because you going through some of these towns and shit, they were completely flooded. Where, yeah, the- and I, I-40 even which is the the major highway through North Carolina was closed going into Wilmington. Wilmington for like a few days was completely cut off. Right. Every major road was into it was flooded. So we had to go a different route and we kind of went a, went around where we normally get off and and then uh went in through um 
Georgetown and then came back. So it, it took us like maybe like a half an hour longer because we mm. actually went past on the interstate where we would normally go and then came back. But then and then coming when we left everything, the, the, how it was cresting. Then um, the the way we came in, they said that was going to be flooded because the river was cresting there, and it was ten feet above flood stage. So when we were leaving, uh, we left at like five thirty in the morning, so it was still dark. And I'm going along, and it says you know stay on seventeen all the way to seventy four, and then seventy four you get on seventy seven takes us all the way home. Well, I'm on seventeen, and seventeen and this Route Nine kind of run together. And I was talking, and we weren't paying attention, listening to the radio and talking. And where it said to where 17 and 9 diverge, I missed it. Uh, and I went by, and I only went maybe like 10, maybe 10 minutes, and it was still dark. And I saw something way up ahead, and I'm like, what the fuck is that? It was this great big barrier they had completely across the road. Oh, Jesus. And it said, road closed, and there were two cops just sitting there. And I was like, <laughs> fuck! So... Um, it only, like I said, it was about a 10, 10 minute detour, but we went down, uh, the, the weather was fucking fantastic. Um, just walking around the neighborhood, like where we stay, there were still a lot of houses that, um, you could tell the people weren't there because yeah. they had evacuated. Some of them had like plywood up over the windows, yeah, yeah. saw a little bit of damage, like where people had a little bit of like siding or something blown off. And, uh, there was a ton, the, the, the ocean looked like black coffee. It was that dark because it was so stirred up. Oh, gross! And there was a lot of that that gross. It looked it actually looked like a cappuccino because there was all this uh, like a brown sea foam that Ew. had walked up on the beach and seashells just fucking everywhere. But um, getting to more silver and gold material, <laughs> <laughs> there wasn't a lot of people there, but there were these there were these uh, women from Chicago staying where we were staying and they were all you know like middle age and kind of you know <laughs> but they had this <laughs> this girl was with them and uh, I say girl because I cannot fucking tell how old people are anymore <laughs> and so this chick I'll say chick she was fucking smoking fucking hot she had um, like a, her hair was almost like a a silverish color, like dyed like a silverish color with like a, like a almost like pink or like purple highlights. Mm -hmm. And it was she, when she was down at the pool, she had it pulled up like in a little uh, bun or top knot or whatever the fuck you want to call it. She was built like a brick fucking shithouse, <laughs> had like tattoos on, on her one shoulder and then like on her side under her arm. And I think like one on her leg, but I was sitting there and I was like, holy fucking shit but i literally could not tell how old she was and she was getting off the elevator one day and we said hi and she said hi and i thought god that girl might be fucking 15 16 years old what ended up the one woman was telling my mom she said oh i haven't seen uh she she said uh, we all decided to come down for vacation she goes i haven't seen that uh uh we haven't gotten together in so long or whatever she goes last time i saw her she was 12 years old and she just turned 30 it's her birthday today she just turned 30 so then i wow. didn't feel like a pervert or, or a, a pedophile as, as much a pervert <laughs> i felt like a, still a pervert but not a pedophile oh, okay or a, a child molester so she was not <laughs> underage she was very well overage but still young enough to be my daughter so ah! that, I'm just saying that 
but anyway, we had good food uh, and, like I said, good weather. Went to see if some shows and got to see some. We went to this one show, and it was kind of like I don't know if to say not like a variety show. It was all music, but they had like these like four different guys that would sing, and then these four different women, and they were singing music from the '50s, '60s, '70s, '80s, uh, like uh, some songs from like. Uh, like fucking like the Lion King and some stuff. But I mean, it was still, it sounded good. And they had uh, dancers like while they were singing and they were all fucking hot. Well, from my perspective, all the, the women dancers were hot. Uh, <laughs> I'm sure the guy dancers were hot too. And I think the guy that was the guy that was like the MC that he, he sang and played the guitar too, but he was like good looking dude. I think my mom was kind of excited about that. <laughs> <laughs> but there was something for everybody. I it was one of those things where you go and I was like this there was this one dancer and I was just kind of like watching her the whole fucking time. But you know, you think okay, Myrtle Beach, South Carolina, but I went home and looked up like some of those people the singers and dancers were like from uh like London and had studied ballet and all these different. So I mean, it's pretty pretty and it was a like pretty extravagant, pretty good show. Yeah. Something to do, you know, what are you going to do? There were, I don't I'm trying to think who was there were like house of blues. I didn't even look. I don't think there was last time we were down there or, or I'm trying to think when it was Marilyn. We were just talking about Marilyn Manson. He was actually at the house of blues down there. Uh, uh, I don't know if that was last time or if it was this time, but anyway, we had a good time and so uh, watch, watch some movies. So we'll talk about that here. Speaking sure. of, of hot guys. Yes. I, what's, uh, what's I, I made at work the other day, the I've I've I created the the Hemsworth scale of hotness. So there's three brothers, so you can kind of like set your your scale. You yeah. got Chris Hemsworth, Thor, and he would Thor's be number one. Yeah. He would be the ten. And then their oldest brother, Luke Hemsworth, is is the zero. And like he's is probably he not a zero. One? Uh, maybe because there's not. one that's that's way shorter than the other ones. But then yeah, there was I think that, he's shorter. The one then, that was in the Expendables. Um, he's not a bad looking guy, but, but he's, he's like a not quite as attractive. Right. Yeah. That's Luke. Okay. So yeah, you got Chris, who's the 10 you got, you have, uh, Luke. No, sorry. Luke is the oldest. He's the zero and Liam is in between, but I can't give him exactly a five because he's almost as good looking as Chris, but like not quite. So he's like the right. seven. So well, that one, okay. Now this douche, this is okay. Liam <laughs> is the one that was in. He's the one dating Miley Cyrus, and he is the one that was in the Expendables. Now Luke, let's see. I don't even know what he was in. Like I look at him, I'm like, how he, is he even Hemsworth? Brother? Well, yeah, he was in something because I saw him in something here not that long ago, and I was like, who's that? And then and I realized he was. He's the one that's short. Because they're all they're all like six feet tall, and he's like five foot fucking. What if they have a different dad or something? Like he looks, he doesn't really look like his brothers. He kind of looks like uh, I don't know what. Well, he was in Thor Ragnar Ragnarok. Ragnarok. Let's see, who the hell did he play in that? I that I think that's where I saw him. And I uh, let's see, where the hell did that douchebag play? See, now I'm putting, I'm not putting him down. I'm just fucking a, an asshole. Neighbors, the Saddle Club. Blue Healers, Last Man Standing, All Saints, Satisfaction, Neighbors. Oh, he played the he played when at the beginning of Ragnar, Thor Ragnarok when Thor comes back and Odin is watching like a play. 
he was the one that played uh, the actor playing Thor. Oh, that's funny. I thought, that, I thought didn't um, didn't Matt Damon have like a cameo in that? Or he played Matt Damon played Loki, the actor playing Loki. Oh, that's I didn't even realize that. So Matt Damon appeared in that yeah. and uh, Deadpool two, which I did not recognize him in. Who was he in Deadpool two? He was one of the two guys in at the back of the pickup truck talking about the things you wipe your ass with. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. <laughs> I didn't realize that was him either. Matt, fucking Matt Damon. He's just like a little <laughs> little. Uh, yeah, you know what? You know what gets me though is. Um, like Brad Pitt or somebody like that being in, like making those little cameos and that. Oh, he made it a, he was a cameo in Deadpool too. Also. Yeah. How, how much do they pay those guys just to do those little wink, wink cameos that are for like two seconds? I kind of wonder if they just do it just because they're, it's fun. Yeah. But would you do anything just for fun? I mean, if you could make money, because if I was Brad Pitt, I'd say, yeah, I want to do it for fun, but you're going to fucking give me something. Yeah, uh, yeah, they probably offer him money. I bet if it's, I bet it just depends on who's putting the movie on. Like if they're like good buddies with Ryan Reynolds, they probably yeah. were just like, oh yeah, I'll throw you, a, do you a favor, so do you a solid. Bum. Yeah, but, but it's becoming like a well. See, Deadpool's okay because it's all supposed to be kind of like wink, wink, tongue and yeah. cheek shit. But I don't know about this Thor thing. I don't, I, I don't appreciate it. <laughs> Clancy <laughs> he just Brown. Give, he's just giving his brother a. Clancy uh, Brown was the voice of Surtur. The giant fucking devil guy at the beginning. Now uh, I, I wonder if I gotta go watch this again. I like Kate Blanchett. But I don't know. Idris. Uh, oh, I thought that was Kanye. It's Idris Elba. <laughs> I watched um, Kanye uh, West as Heimendahl. There's this cool looking game for PlayStation that's out right now called like Detroit Become Human. It's like a it seems like a Blade Runner type story. You play as a cyborg and you're a detective or something. Um, but Clan, there, Clancy Brown voices one of the characters in it, and it, like they've just modeled the detective to look just like him too. So oh, cool. it's it's kind of cool seeing Clancy like Brown. Clancy in the video Brown. Game. Yeah. You know, the weirdest thing about Clancy Brown was, um, you know, I, I knew him from like picking his nose and sticking a big booger in Sean Penn's beans and Bad Boys, <laughs> and then in, as the Kurgan in the Highlander. Kurgan. Yeah. But then you watch that fucking movie. Um, Oh, Blue Steel with Jamie Lee Curtis and uh, what the hell is that fucking Ron Silva? And Jamie Lee Curtis is a female cop and Ron Silva becomes obsessed with her and he's like, like he's obsessed. He's stalking her and shit. Mm-hmm. And Clancy Brown has like long hair and he plays Jamie Lee Curtis's love interest. It <laughs> would be like if you took like, okay, who who always plays a fucking asshole in fucking movies that's known like typecast as being like the go to guy to be a dick. Uh, Michael Ironside's usually a dick in yeah, movies. Yeah, and then take Michael Ironside and then have him be like Kate Blanchett's <laughs> interest, you know. And uh, I think you got to see Ron Silva's cock in that. Yeah, because he he, he Jamie Lee Curtis. I I believe that's the one where Jamie Lee Curtis and Clancy Brown are fucking, and then Ron Silva is hiding in her closet, and he you know Ron Silva. With the he he's got like a fucking beard and mm-hmm. and uh, well, what was that movie we reviewed with him in it? We reviewed something with Ron like Silva. Chuck Norris movie or something that we reviewed, and um, I was thinking about somebody was stalking. God damn it! But anyway, he was hiding in the closet, 
completely fucking naked and just <laughs> jumps out of the closet and does a Jimmy Superfly snooker like splash. We did some fucking movie. <laughs> I'm trying to I'm trying to find there's a lot of Ron Silva's on yeah, uh, IMDb. He's dead now, I think. I think he died. Ron Silva is an actor for no, that's not him. Oh, he, yeah, he died at 62. What the fuck? Ronald like Silva? Huh? Is it he's Ronald not... Silva? Ron Silver. Silver. Oh. They yeah. said Silva. I did, but I, I, uh, um, I'm i trying to think what it was. Ron Silver. Ron Silver, yeah. And he's kind of hairy, and, you know, I don't want to, like, be stereotypical. Romancing the Stone. What did we review with him in it? He kind of, in the picture on IMDb, he looks like Al Pacino. Like the ugly Al Pacino with the old Al Pacino with black fucking dyed hair and shit. Do we do Time Cop? Time Cop. I don't know if we did Time Cop. No, we did uh, Demolition Man. That was the other, that was the time travel cop movie we did. Maybe we did, maybe. I don't think we've done anything with him. I don't recognize anything. I think that maybe it was one where we had a guest, like you did, you weren't on the show and we did a guest thing, maybe. Me not on the show? Are you kidding? No, it was a long time ago. This oh, is okay. When you only miss like once in a blue moon. <laughs> <laughs> Let's see, Silent Rage. Maybe that's what it was. Oh, Even we like did do Silent Rage. Silent that was Rage. like one of the first Halloween movies we did. That's what it was. See, and because I just remember, I was gonna say, I think I just didn't I say something like, wasn't he in a Chuck Norris movie or something? I think he did. <laughs> he was the guy that created the fucking like zombie-like character. That was the villain in that. Yeah, that might have been the first Halloween thing we did. Yeah, that was a long time. That was back in the old days when we were both skinny and good looking. (laughs) We were 30. I was married then. (laughs) Oh, God. Oh, uh, whatever. Those are the days. Uh, We've all been. The days. We, but, oh, what's Triple H just got a sledgehammer here? What the goddamn? I'm telling you what, WWE put some fucking high def shit on YouTube. Yeah. I, by I the way, the, if, I if, heard if, his uh, match with The Undertaker was a fucking like, train wreck. This is a, this is one in a, in a cage. I think this might have been from. This is WrestleMania. Let's see. 28. What's what WrestleMania is, has was the last one? Ooh, I don't remember. I watched thirty. That still looks that in was pretty a good shape ago. here. Twenty-eight but, uh, was probably six years ago. Um, um, uh, if if you would happen like when you check the Sylvan Gold email, if you get like anything that says like uh, you have a response to a YouTube comment. I'm watching YouTube and I, Shawn Michaels came out dancing like a douchebag. And so I put a comment and I put, I hate that dickhead Shawn Michaels, but, but it logged me in as Sylvan. <laughs> oh, he's going to hit him with a sledgehammer. <laughs> That's good for content for the show. Nobody WrestleMania 34 was the most recent one. So I watched it. So I had not, I, I probably said that the last time I was on the show in May, but uh, <laughs> the uh, uh, that was the first time I had watched a WWE pay per view in a year, and it was that brutal. Australian one where they said Undertaker was real slow and out of shape, and yeah, they said that was bad. It was Undertaker and Triple H, and Shawn Michaels was interfering. And see, that's what I thought this one was, but it's it's an older one. I saw a, a guy that looked like Shawn Michaels today wearing a visor and and driving this really beat up like mid nineties Honda Civic. 
Well, <laughs> I heard Meltzer say something about like he said, "Did does Shawn Michaels have that fucking hat glued to his head? He must. I don't know if he had a cowboy hat, that cowboy hat on, or whatever that he wears. But they said he was taking bumps and shit, and the hat would not come off his head. He must like he's. It's like because uh, I think he's, uh, he's going bald or getting yeah, like Brett back. Michaels from Poison. I think probably yeah. has his balding covered up. So. Brett Michaels from Poison. Last thing I saw him in was that, what was it called? Rock of Love or something? Yeah, uh, yeah. He'd that have was... those girls come on and like, uh, they'd be sucking his balls and shit, trying to fuck. They thought that he was going to like marry him and everything. Like, <laughs> that show was such a turd and I watched the whole thing. Yeah, and I did too. And I remember like the one girl's dad, that the parents came to meet him. And the one girl's dad said, hey, hot shot. You got any hair on? You, you got any hair under that hat? And because Brett Michaels was like punching a heavy bag, like he was working out. And if you've <laughs> ever like a bit, like done any kind of boxing or anything, it's like, oh my god, it looked like a girl hitting the fucking punching <laughs> bag. But I mean, you know, whatever. Uh, poor Sean, he he's just a misunderstood. He's he totally is. changed, born again. I want to become. I swear to God, I think I am going to become born again, so that I can say like all the shit that I said on silver gold, you know, <laughs> everybody will be like, you know, Zom's really changed, man. You, you just know, have to he, ask for forgiveness, man. He's, I have asked for forgiveness. I mean, just, like ask well, Jesus for forgiveness. I meant like from the cops. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Don't I'm sorry. Ticket, please. Uh, I thought that girl was 30. <laughs> <laughs> Her mom said she was 30. But, but for, for, okay. That was the one highlight of that trip. And then the rest were, um, oh my God, I saw, well, I, I hate, you know, being like shallow Hal because, you know, to each his own. And like, I'm sure I don't look like, I, I look more like Bastion Booger than I do. <laughs> um, I was going to say Maniac Mark Lewin, but nobody will get that reference. Um, but I don't think anybody will get Bastion Booger either. <laughs> this, this chick was laying out on the beach, and she was built like Bastion Booger. Ugh. And she had the world's smallest bikini on. Uh, and, uh. and the top wasn't that bad because she didn't have, like, big boobs or anything. She was built like a beer keg. But <laughs> she had the tiniest uh, bikini bottoms. That it was it was uh, it was a sight to behold. Now I will say this: she probably was a very nice person, <laughs> and if I wasn't such a dick, then <laughs> she, you respected I, her as a person. But well, not, I could probably yeah. go out with her, and she would probably be like a really good companion, somebody to go hang out with and be friends with. But not only that, a sensitive and compassionate lover. And she would eat lots of pizza and drink beer with you. <laughs> Well, and she probably would um, uh, work a lot harder than you know uh, a chick that's like really hot. Than the thirty, the thirty, maybe fifteen year old. I wouldn't care if she worked hard or not. I'd fucking put in the effort. <laughs> <laughs> You're like, you just rest, put your feet up. I was I thinking the other day when I was uh, like, uh, when I was like, kind of working out, uh, doing some work, walking the steps and stuff like that. And uh, you know, I, you, you go in the uh, oh, you fucking Shawn Michaels, you fucking piece of shit. He just super kicked Ut, and uh, <laughs> and he gave him the uh, pedigree. Anyway, one, two, three, asshole. One, two. Three. Oh, we kicked out. God damn it. Anyway, <laughs> so anyway, um, I was thinking, yeah, uh, I actually, it, it's almost becoming like, uh, 
uh, one of those things that uh, that this actually really happened. I actually used to have physical contact with human beings, with a what? human being or other human beings. You know, what? like, and now it's kind of like uh, I, that's just like it's that's like in the past. <laughs> I'm like, wait a minute. I remember like actually like uh, you know, having a relationship. It's it 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 catches up, man. Like how fast yeah. you realize like like oh my like twenty seventeen was just a, like bullshit for me and then I look back and like holy fuck, it's been a year already and there's I've done nothing. <laughs> Shit, Christmas will be coming around soon. Oh fuck. You know, these people at work are talking like, you know, uh about like retiring and shit. Now there's some people that are old, older or whatever, and they're retirement age, and they're they're getting ready. Oh, and that's what sucks is when they when they're talking about. Uh, I'm uh, one guy's said he's going to retire December 31st, and then another. There's like we have like about six people that I immediately work with that are at retirement age or that are going to retire like in the next year or so. Oh wow! And um, so then. The, the the people that are like my age, we're sitting here and we start thinking, when can we retire? <laughs> and that's the worst thing you can do because it's like it's like uh, watching the clock at work. You know, okay, I've only got uh, six more hours before I can go home. Okay, now I've got six more hours and or uh, I've got five hours and uh, forty five minutes. Uh, <laughs> I, I I got down to the last hour of work yesterday or what was this morning and. Um, I started watching the clock, and that was the longest hour on the Jesus. planet. But anyway, you know, you got to do what you got to do. We're we're just nothing but gerbils on a treadmill going up. <laughs> lemony winks going up uh, somebody's ass, or uh, Mister Slave's asshole. <laughs> oh my god! I played. Um, I played fucking um, uh, one of the South Park video games a couple months ago. Um, Stick of Truth, <clears throat> and there's a there's a a part in it where you have to like be shrunken and go into uh, Mr. Slave's ass to, <laughs> and and you have to give a giant robot an abortion. <laughs> it's it's like, Jesus Christ, if parents bought this by accident for kids. <laughs> the only reason I made that gagging comment was uh, uh, gave um, uh, Triple H the tombstone or whatever and when he went to cover him, he had a big glob of like <laughs> snot or it lo- <laughs> I can't even fucking say it. Like hanging His off. tongue always looks gross when he sticks his tongue out and it's all like coated. He had yellow, it looked like yellow snot hanging off his chin. <laughs> it, it probably yeah. wasn't his, which might make it even worse. We were talking the other day uh, at work. <laughs> this, some guy was saying, I can't remember what the fuck we were talking about. Oh, I heard it. It was on Howard Stern. I was listening it up. This guy was talking about... Um, he went to uh, some – it wasn't even a convention like Core Hound or anything like that. This was way back in the day, and they had uh, Peter North and Jenna Jameson at some – like uh, like a, I don't know if it's like a fucking uh, – like a National Record Mart or something, some like mall record store. Mm-hmm. And they just had like a folding table up and you could go and meet Peter North and Jenna Jameson. And this guy on that show, he, he, his hero is like Peter North and Stern always busts his balls. He goes, why do you like, like the guy? Most guys watch porn to see the girl. And, uh, he goes, man, because he just shoots these ropes, you know, when, when, he, when he jizzes, he shoots these ropes. He's got so much cum. And I guess Peter North was selling, 
uh, some kind of supplement that was supposedly make give you big thick ropes. It's, you know, of course, it's probably just like a uh, soy powder or some some kind of shit like that. <laughs> right. And um, he goes, well, what Jenna? He goes, well, I really didn't even know Jenna Jameson. She was just starting out. And he said he took that that fucking uh, supplement. Shawn Michaels makes me sick. Fucking piece of shit. Anyway, um, and he said he t- they said, well, did it work? And he goes, well, one time this guy's from Kansas. He's like a real redneck. He goes, one time I was jerking off. And he said when he jerked off after he took that, it fucking shot up. And hit him right in the face. <laughs> 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 I was like, OK, so we were talking about that at work. There was a, a guy that I work with and he told me one time that he like tasted his own like spunk. And then I went to high school with a guy and he said that him and his girlfriend would snowball like all the time. He said, he goes, he goes, man, it's mine. You know, so what's the big deal? It's mine. And this guy that I work with now, when I told you that story, he goes, well, (laughs) when I shit, that turns mine, but I don't fucking eat it. (laughs) People, I don't think it's I, as gross as eating shit, but ugh, yeah. No but I mean, to each his own. I don't care, you know. I, I guess if you would expect a, a girl to uh, to uh, you know swallow your your shit, but then again, that's that's <laughs> not that's kind of apples to oranges because you're if you're going down on her, you yeah. know, that doesn't necessarily mean. But you know, when 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 you're really young. When when you're young and you're inexperienced and you've never done anything, it was like a big thing to for, for, to like have the girl like you know like when she's giving you a blowjob, swallow or something like that. Yeah, you know, not give a fuck. I don't even think about that. You know, it's like not like a big thing, especially if it, you you come to actually find maybe when you mature a little bit, <laughs> maybe that uh, if somebody doesn't <laughs> enjoy something, it's like why would you want? It? You know, come on, man. Don't be a bitch. <laughs> yeah, it's not worth it. Be such a whore. It's like Molly Ringwald, you know. She, you know that she she would swallow Jake's jizz just because he wanted her to. Or what's his name? What was uh, Andrew McCarthy? Is it Andrew McCarthy? Yeah, what that was, was uh, Pretty Pink? What was his name in that? I don't remember his name in that movie. Let's, let's see. The one I, I'm trying to think. Uh, Spader's name was wasn't Brock. What was his name? Spader. Um, it was shit. All I can ever remember from that is Ducky. Yeah, I remember Ducky, and she wouldn't have swallowed Ducky's jizz. No way. Ducky would swallow his own jizz. Ducky would like <laughs> jack off and throw his legs up over his Blaine. head. Blaine. Okay, Andrew Thank McCarthy you. was Blaine because they made the uh, joke that he sounded like a a, a fern or um, an appliance. I remember he goes Blaine, Steph. Uh, James Spader was Steph. Steph. Ugh. Steph uh, McKee. Now, Steph would probably he would be the kind that would like. He would almost, insist. <laughs> yeah, he would. He he would be a total dick, and then when, he'd be like, "Why are you being such a fucking bitch? You know, you're such a bitch." Now, what's funny because if you watch him on Blacklist. It's weird thinking of him as being because like when we were talking about how he would always play the asshole who who stereotypically is the go to guy to play the asshole, which was that would be like Spader when he was young. 
but Andrew McCarthy, I don't know. He would be too sensitive to even want that, you know? Yeah. He would, he would, even in that movie, he was kind of a douche, but he, like in St. Elmo's Fire and stuff, I'm trying to think, he, I, he would like be the cuck uh, that Clubber Lang would fuck his wife. <laughs> and he would have a tiny little cage on his penis with a lock on. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? <laughs> so did you watch Pretty in Peak recently? Uh, I watched Sixteen Candles. Okay. Sixteen Candles when we were at the beach. Um, my sister, it was it was getting a little bit late, and uh, she goes, I think I'm gonna. Uh, it's me and my mom and my sister, and she goes, I think I'm gonna I'm gonna hit the hay or whatever. I'm gonna I'm I'm going to bed. And as soon we had just watched, oh shit, was that the night we watched Dirty Dancing? I think oh, we watched yeah. Dirty Dancing. And uh, <laughs> and so as soon as she went in the other room, um fucking 16 candles started coming on and I was on my iPad and I fucking, she's like, uh, 30 feet away or whatever in, in, in the fucking bedroom. And I sent her a fucking instant message and said, 16 candles is coming on. And I mean, <laughs> it, was like, it was as soon as I hit, uh, send, it was like, just like maybe 20 seconds later, here she comes out of the bedroom. And says, nice. We started watching that. We didn't watch the whole thing though. Oh. But, you know the dong I need food and that that's that's just classic quotes and everything on that one and 16 candles or i mean not 16 candles we watched um and the, one of the reasons i wanted to watch it is for some reason i kept thinking that i i wasn't sure if i had seen all of dirty dancing uh i knew i had seen parts of it cuz i remembered parts of it but i was like i didn't know if i had watched it from beginning to end and I remembered that you had said that you had watched it for the first time and you really liked it. Yeah, last so summer. When it was on, we watched it down there and we caught like probably my mom, me and my mom and my sister watched like maybe, um, I would say we watched probably over an hour of it because when we came in, it was just on TV. Mm-hmm. So then when we came back, um, uh, it was on and we like um, – I was going to, I don't know if I was going to watch a hockey game or what the fuck I was going to watch. And my sister sent me a thing. She's at her house, like a hundred miles away. And she goes, Hey, guess what? And I'm like, what? And she goes, pretty, or, uh, um, dirty dancing is coming on like right now or in an hour or something. So we sit there and watched it and, and like talked back and forth on, uh, uh, the instant messenger about, uh, that is a, a movie to watch that it's fun to watch it does kind of tug at your heartstrings and shit and also at the uh the kind of the uh you know the other side of the tracks thing almost like uh pretty in pink yeah. molly ringwald was from the other side of the tracks well in this one patrick swayze they could have they could have switched it up it would have been better if patrick swayze it was 16 candles and patrick swayze was the from the other side of the tracks and he and Andrew McCarthy are trying to get together, but James Spader's causing problems. You wouldn't change it up. It would still be the same story, but it would be like gay 16 candles. <laughs> I think that would have been better because when I watch Patrick, when Patrick Swayze, I know he could really dance and everything in real life. He was trained and everything, but the faces that he makes and stuff when he dances and, <laughs> and that movie um, was all about the hunching, like hunch, hunch, hunch. I thought it was so funny when 
um, baby. And number one, one thing that made me laugh my fucking ass off throughout the whole movie was that her name was Baby. That's and they weird, called her that's baby. a weird nickname. Well, yeah, it was a, it was a nickname, but they said everybody called her baby. So it's like, listen, baby, you know, you you don't know about me. I'm from the other side. Of the, <laughs> 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 the the first time when um, the guy has the giant watermelons that he's carrying, and baby wants to help him, and he goes, "No, baby, you can't go up there. It's 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 forbidden that that the richie the richie people go up there. It's uh, it's uh, off limits." So. She talks him into letting her go up to the to this place, and you th- you're thinking, my God, when they open the door, what are they doing in there? Are they fucking like uh, doing LSD and having a fucking like a Rocco Sofredi orgy? And they open the door, and they're all just in there dancing. But <laughs> they're not dancing, dancing. They they're might as well have been having an orgy because they were like practically fucking with their clothes on dancing which i thought was hilarious how they were just hunching and and fucking like uh uh dirty dancing basically is the girl uh rubs her pussy on the guy's fucking leg (laughs) she straddles his leg and then just like hunches his leg um it's like what i'm trying to think when when did dirty dancing come out uh had to been like 86 87 right because Roadhouse was eighty nine. Because what I was gonna say, we didn't call it. Well, I guess when we when we danced like back in that time, it was pretty much just like the 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 white boy dance. Yeah, yeah. And then when you'd slow dance, you know that was the thing you'd you know just get real close and slow dance and all that shit. But there was no dirty dancing. We just called that dry humping. <laughs> that was, uh, that- it's eighty seven. That was the that was uh, our but form took, of control. Took place then. in the fifties, though, right? Yeah, that one took place. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was in the fifties, and uh, but I just remember like somebody was talking. We were talking about uh, somebody getting pregnant or something like that, and I was like, Jesus Christ, did they not know what a fucking condom is? And at the at, when like Dirty Dancing was out, or a little bit, you know, like when when I was like in high school and shit. Our um, the condoms that we had were twice as strong as like Trojan or anything because they were made of denim. <laughs> it's like wearing a galosh. <laughs> you just, you just, you just had your fucking jeans on and you would just dry hump. I, I, I was, I was with this girl one time. This is totally, this is silver gold unleashed. I'm on a roll. <laughs> <laughs> we were in her mom and dad's. <laughs> <laughs> And uh, so we're down in the living room, and they, their mom, the, the bedroom was like upstairs, and we're down there, and we were we were fucking going at it so hard, and and like fucking like had our clothes on and stuff, and we're dry humping to the point that I actually, um, let's see, how can I put this? Uh, you finished. Finished. <laughs> 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 and, and I did you know because you uh, you're young and stupid or anything? I was like. Listen, I better. I, I gotta go. She's like, no, 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 don't go, don't go. And I'm like, no, I better go because, um, or we're gonna end up doing something stupid. In my brain, that was that I was trying to think of an excuse to get out of there because I had just jizzed in my fucking pants. <laughs> <laughs> and I wanted to get out of there before this giant fucking wet spot. <laughs> Those were the days, man. That was back when I was Patrick Swayze. Yeah. 
Oh, baby. Nobody puts baby in the corner. And um, I'm trying to think what else. What, what other pa- uh, uh, Patrick Swayze just cracked me up in that. Uh, but and and the the it's like almost it was almost like Footloose, where you really have to suspend disbelief that people are that passionate about fucking like let's get together and dance, you know, <laughs> yeah. and let's practice and shit and go out and and stand when they were standing on this log. Him, he was trying to teach baby like how to have balance or something like you know that's the thing okay now you get with your girlfriend uh, did you ever get with a with a girl that you were going out with or whatever and say let's go out in the woods and and let's stand on a log or let's get dancing, no. <laughs> and try and lift you up you know it's like I ain't lifting anybody up <laughs> yeah i was yeah no I tried that like uh, one time with this girl I was dating and she was a cheerleader. So she's used to some dude being able to like fucking, you know, but they knew they they know what they're doing. They know how to do it. I didn't know what I was doing. I didn't know how to do it. And I fucking like dropped her. And, I, and not in the and water. she never walked no, right after that. On the fucking floor. <laughs> I was like, Jesus Christ. And then I gave one girl a, a fucking like uh, sort of like a judo kind of a hip toss. And uh, she, that she kind of got a little injured. Oh no! <laughs> that was a mistake. It got out of control. I should have just followed through, and I kind of tried to do it slow, and things got messed up. But anyway, the, she, the she, hip toss didn't work. She was, it, it worked. It worked too well because she ended up. Uh, when you're coming through, if you go all the way through, you know that the, their feet come over. But if you, uh, you can get it to where. Uh, when you get them up like on your hip like that, if you turn them a little bit, they can, they can come right down on the back of their head instead of like coming down on e. their butt and sort of. But anyway, she deserved that. In retrospect, I'm glad I did it. <laughs> now just need to work work on um, the next one. You need to uh, practice the deep uh, Ricky the Dragon Steamboat arm drag. The arm drag, yes. That was him and Jack Briscoe. But you know what I was watching the other day? Speaking of porn, uh, <laughs> <laughs> I was watching I – did, I did like a search on, on the thing, and it was um, – it, it doesn't really have any sex in it. The guy puts the girl in a sleeper hold That's and weird. like fucking – until – and does like a – and they're sitting there, and then you just watch them, and then they finally just like – just go limp. And then they yeah. bring them too, and then do yes. it again. And somebody gets off to that. It was kind of weird. And the one guy was actually having sex while he was doing it with the girl. He was like behind her. And she would like, she like woke up. It was like she went out. And when she woke up, if you've ever passed out or anything like that, just from something like that. And when you wake up, you you kind of like, it takes you a second to realize where you are and what's going on. So that, it was kind of like almost rapey. It's Yikes. Uncomfortable. I didn't, I didn't like that. You know. Because like when I passed out that one time and I woke up and the guy's dick was in my ass, you know, <laughs> you felt really, really wrong with like how with, with how that felt, right? Have you ever passed out like that? I mean, not like not like you know people like drunk pass out like black. no, I don't I don't think I've ever passed out at all. I got I almost got knocked out once, uh, a couple well a couple times like um, getting hit in the head like at like at a party or something. Uh, but no, I've never 
like if like the guy was trying to like he no went, no no like one of them was at a like a punk rock show and somebody was like swinging their arms around and like came down right on top of my head and were you in the mosh pit yeah yeah it was at, it was weird it was at a it was in the middle of nowhere it was at a fucking barbecue restaurant in this like podunk town <laughs> <laughs> it was really weird um and the other one it was like um it was at a literal party and me and this guy were just fucking around trying to like uh, uh, like play like you were keeping a soccer ball in the air, but it was a balloon. Mm-hmm. And I like went down to try to headbutt it at the same time. He like knee lifted oh. right, right into my forehead. And like, I went back and that's, I was very close to being knocked out then, but it was like um, a Mr. Wrestling two when he was teaching Magnum. Yeah, <laughs> yeah man. If my head was a, if my head was a sack of, uh, of grain, it would have spilled right out. <laughs> Oh, I'm, I I, pa- I passed out twice doing the exact same thing. I was working out, and I and um, I don't know what the fuck I was doing, but you know I was working out and I was lifting and shit. And so I mean, like I'm all just full of blood, you know, my muscles and everything are all full of blood. And I I went over and I grabbed a hold of the chin bar, and just grabbed a hold of it and was just hanging there, kind of like stretching, trying to stretch. And I, I took like a I think I I took like a deep breath and grabbed a hold of the chin bar and I looked up. And was looking up at the sky, uh, at the ceiling, and when I I let out the the air that I was holding in, uh-huh. everything just went black, Ooh. and I fucking woke up. I came out of it, and I was laying on the ground, and like my tailbone, I mean, I just I, I just went limp, and you know you don't put your when you're when you're like that and you fall, you you're you're just a fucking bag of fucking potatoes. Yeah, and um. When I woke up, my my tailbone was killing me because you know I just hit the ground, and I did that at home one time. I can't remember what I was doing, and we lived in a, um, a townhouse, and so there was two uh, two bedrooms in the bathroom upstairs, and but there was like a railing, and I can't remember what I was doing, and I went over and grabbed a hold of the the, you could go to the bottom step and grab a hold of the landing, uh-huh. uh, on the upstairs, and I was hanging there like that, and I just went. And I looked up, and the next thing you know, I was I, I came out of I was laying on the ground. I don't know how if I'm sure it was just like a few seconds, but you know it could have been fucking ten minutes. Ugh, now you, you have no sense of time, but that's the only time. Yeah, I've never I've never lost consciousness that I, that I know of. I've never choked a girl out during sex either. I just want to yeah, say. Yeah, I think I, I'm going to not do that. That's going to be unless it's on accident somehow. But I I don't plan on doing that. Unless it's like a hitchhiker and they and they fucking won't they st- won't stop screaming. <laughs> What's the movie I watched the other day? And the guy said, um, "Oh, it was on in, that movie in Cold Blood because uh, the actor Scott Wilson, who was in in Cold Blood with Robert Blake, but he was also in Walking Dead. Uh, he just died. Uh, what like this." Uh-huh past week yeah. and um that was one of the scenes they were hitchhiking down the road and that he he told robert blake he said when when uh we get somebody to pull over to pick us up i'll get in the passenger seat you get in the back seat and uh, he said when i give you the signal um uh, he said when i say this certain thing he wanted robert blake to take his belt and put it around from the back seat put it around the guy's neck and uh, so that's you know choking out the hitchhiker yeah, yeah. That, that didn't come out of my mind. That came out of something that I just watched. So anything. 
Uh, I guess we can, dancing. I guess we can talk about more stuff we've been watching. <laughs> we've yeah. been, oh my god, we've been talking for an hour. Maybe okay. we should just like pick a couple highlights and then move Let's on. Just, because I didn't even say what movie we're gonna talk about. Also, all right, <laughs> we are gonna talk short. about we're gonna talk about Mandy. For anybody that's still listening at this point, we're we're gonna we're gonna have a little a little co powwow about Mandy. But we're gonna first uh, talk about a couple more movies maybe that we've seen recently, and and then I'm gonna pee before we talk about Mandy. So okay, let's see. Uh, I can't remember if I. T- Are you gonna pee now? No, 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 no. Okay, okay. Um, I think I, this was one. Oh, I'm gonna skip that one because I think I talked. Uh, okay, I watched the Vengeance of Fu Manchu, which was from 1967, and uh, this was in the. I was in a kind of a Fu Manchu kind of a mode, so I watched several Fu Manchu movies. Uh, two of them with Christopher Lee, uh, and one with Boris Karloff, and uh, this one was actually pretty good. Um, the one that I liked was, uh, it had, um, well, there were, I think Christopher Lee did several of them, but, um, Nigel, um, God damn it. What the fuck's that cocksucker's name? <laughs> oh shit. Nigel, not, was it Nigel green? Okay. Uh-huh. Anyway, I, I picked the wrong one. Was what I'm trying to say. So the oh. one that I picked, it was uh, there's two Nigels. There's Nigel Green and Nigel Davenport, and I believe that this was Nigel Green, and he was pretty good. He played um, what's his face. <laughs> <laughs> okay, Fu Manchu has okay. You have like a, uh, a Fu Manchu. Oh, Naylan Smith. Okay, because I was gonna say in the Fu Manchu movies you have like a, his nemesis. Uh, like Dracula has Van Helsing is his nemesis. One of the Fu Manchu movies, it's uh, this guy Naylan Smith. Now in this one, in the Vengeance of Fu Manchu, it is um, Naylan Smith is played by Douglas Vilmer. And uh, in the other one, it was Nigel Green. And the other one, I I really like that one was called, not the bro- oh uh, uh, um, uh, the face of Fu Manchu. That's the one I like. I really like that one. Um, they're pretty good. Like I said, you get the yellow peril thing that everybody fucking talks about and hates, yeah. you know. But uh, I don't give a shit. I thought I liked uh, watching it. And um, I was just, uh, of course, over here to the side on the right is, uh, I guess, apparently. Uh, uh, Elizabeth Olsen is going to be in something called Sorry for Your Loss. And then, of course, when I see her over there, I think about that porn uh, that I sent you where <laughs> right. she looks like Elizabeth Olsen. Now, do you want to do you, do you go back and forth on these? Or yeah, you wanna... yeah, yeah. Okay, um, do... So last month, I don't know if I talked about it on the group, um, I went to – I haven't been to the movies recently, so I everybody I, – I, Everybody probably remembers me talking about um, uh, uh, Movie Pass. Um, mm-hmm. Well, Movie Pass had some issues uh, at the end of the summer, and they ran out of money one day, and like nobody's cards would work, and oh. so the writing was kind of on the wall at that point. And um, I just I, I don't know. It's like they 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 had to start a whole new um, kind of. Uh, layout of how they were doing things. There was going to be some surcharges on certain movies and some were not going to be available. I was like, you know what? There's too much fucking trouble. So I just canceled it. Yeah. So I haven't been to the movies since I saw this, but um, I went and saw the new uh, Shane Black directed The Predator. Mm. And it was not good. 
I, <laughs> like I how, not... how, how bad is not good? Like well, in a okay. scale of one like, to 10. When, when you go in, okay. So it's Shane Black. So I was, I was excited about seeing it because I was like, Oh, I mean, he wrote the first, he did the, he was the first one. Right. So. And it, he was in the first one. Right. And it has, so it has to be decent. Right. And I was just like, they took everything that was good about the first one and just kind of like minimized it and made it into this. I don't know. Like the, the writing was just not great. Like huh. Shane Black's always been good at having like that masculine buddy thing. Right. And it's like, like the, what we have. Right. And where we just come on and, and talk about our problems where we should probably <laughs> just see therapists. And, um, I don't know but, <laughs> but with this one, it's like one, I'll tell you, uh, it was not, and this is a weird complaint for a movie like predator, but it, it was a, it did a really bad job at defining who the bad guy was. Huh. And, I didn't even know. I don't even think the predator was supposed to be the bad guy in this. One of them was. There's two predators in this. All, all, all I all I can uh, just from my perception of this, like seeing like a trailer or whatever, was this is predator, but there's a even bigger predator. Right, and and that was kind of a neat idea, I guess. But the the main crew that are supposed to be the good guys. Um, I didn't understand why they even cared all that much. Um, I mean, at one point there's like, you know, kid in peril type thing, but you know, there's a scene where they're like, Oh, we're going out to hunt this thing now. I'm like, why? Who cares? He didn't do anything to you. Like, what do you give a fuck? Uh, and then there's this army group that was like this third party. And you know, I don't even know if they're supposed to be good guys or bad guys, even though the main guy was a dick. Mm. And then there's the predators. And so there's that. And then the, the story just got, like it was too big. They tried to make it into like an alien type story with like DNA and all kinds of bullshit. It's like when I watch Predator, I want to see somebody that's sweaty and huge fucking just blowing trees up, right? You know, I don't, or I want to see Dave Danny Batista. Glover being ridiculous. Yeah. D- yeah. D- Batista would have been a much better in this. The fucking, the main guy in this had a fucking, the personality of a sack of potatoes. What was his name? Boyd Holbrook. He was the guy. Wasn't he the guy that was in the uh, was in uh, the last Wolverine movie? Yeah, he was in Logan. I don't even remember what he was in that. What did he play? He was uh, the he was the the cyborg guy with the arm that was chasing him all the time. Yeah. The main the main guy. He had like the round, like kind of the round glasses, and he was like, "Come on, Logan. You know, you coming back with us?" He was the head of the uh, of the henchmen. He was very unexciting in this movie. And he's also um, in uh, that Pablo Escobar show on Netflix. I watched got- a couple of those. That was pretty good. It's um, a good show. It, they, yeah, they canceled it, I think. Then. Oh, did they? Yeah, yeah. I, I saw a thing about like all the the Netflix shows that got canceled, and oh. uh, that was one of them. Um, Olivia Munn was not. I mean, she was fine, I guess, but like she was one of those characters. It's like she's supposed to be a scientist, but one. She has a really foul mouth with everybody, which is weird with, uh, I think if you're going to, you know, a professional and she was like, she knew how to use firearms and was fucking like a, a parkour expert. Like she'd like jump onto moving cars and stuff. Jesus. And then the, uh, Thomas Jane was probably the, my favorite part, even though he was a little silly. I didn't um, know he was in that. He has a, he plays one of the, the, the crew, and he has like Tourette's or something, so he's always yelling these like ridiculous things out. 
He has and, uh, Tourette's. I mean, that's actually. Yeah, he really does because he's always twitchy and yelling profanities. God, I mean, just <laughs> you even saying that—that that sounds stupid. It was. It, it was okay. It was. It was. It led to some laughs. And it, I'll tell you, if you want to, if you want to enjoy this movie, watch it. Just find like a supercut of all the deaths in it. Because there was some pretty like gross stuff, which was fu- which was funny and entertaining, but goddamn, like I left that movie just like, ugh, come on. And I saw it. I didn't even see it at the cheap theater. I fucking saw it at like the place where you go and have food. Also, so it's like, <laughs> well, that's one of those ones. Honest to God, I, I don't even. You know how sometimes I'll say, oh, uh, um, that's one. I think that I'll, I'll just wait until it till you know to. The digital download comes out, or DVD, or whatever. Yeah, that's one. I don't even think I'll ever watch it. I, I it's. I, I'd say if just just to say you've seen all the Predator movies is probably yeah. worth it. But I'll tell you what, everybody talks about Predator Two sucking. Predator Two was so much more entertaining than this. I don't know if it was a better movie, but it was definitely more fun to watch than this was. Well, like I said, I like I like the one with Adrian Brody. And I they like that said too. that that one was they were supposed to, uh, or they were talking about like making that, you know, having a sequel to that, and it it was successful. If you look at how much money it made and everything, and uh, he wanted to do, you know, do sequels and stuff, but I don't know, they went with this thing instead. Yeah, uh, Jane Black screwed the pooch. It's not great. It's not great. That's not good. Let's see. I watched. Uh, the fucking hell is that? That's not what I wanted. I, I have fair game two down on here. See, we had like some technical difficulties, which were life's fault at the beginning of the show. Uh, I, did not yeah, watch I somehow game. had my fucking mic muted. That was it. <laughs> I did not watch fair game two, which was made in Nigeria. I watched escape plan <laughs> two with Sylvester. Stallone. Oh, I've had this it, sitting for like weeks. Is it any, is it worth watching? <laughs> it, it, no. Uh, <laughs> did you like the first one? I liked the first one a lot. Oh, this one is like a um, straight to DVD movie. Yeah. Um, Batista's not in it that much. Stallone's not in it. Uh, Stallone, what? he's in it, but he's not like the main guy. There, the 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 main guy. Let me look at him. Here. Is the main guy not even on the poster? Because the poster I've seen has Batista and shits. And yeah, Slot. that's what I'm. Yeah. Oh Jesus Christ. Because somebody had told me Escape Plan Two Hades, um, the main dude is a, this young guy. It's uh, I think this uh, Xiao Ming Huang. See what I think happened here was um, somebody gave um, uh, Stallone, the Chinese government, uh, gave Stallone a shitload of money because this seems okay. Did you see any of those Chinese like uh, war movies like Wolf Warrior One and uh-uh. Two? Uh-uh. And they're they're actually made in China, and uh, some people say, well, you know, that's Chinese propaganda. But they're made in like it's it would be like a, a Rambo uh, movie, in but it's in China, and the the uh, the Chinese are the good guys. The Sounds Chinese good. Mil- mil- <laughs> I'd watch that, <laughs> like the military and everything. Well, that's what this is. And and when I was watching it, I thought, okay. Um, <clears throat> As soon as I started watching it, and I saw that this Xiao uh, Ming Huang was basically kind of the star, I thought, I wonder if this was like made in in China, and it was. Um, and but they do have like you know Sylvester Stallone. 
All right, sorry, we uh, had a little internet snafu, but Zom, you were saying that the movie was filmed in China and had Sylvester Stallone. Yeah, um, but basically what I was going to say was um, if it, it's worth a watch, but when you watch it, just don't. Uh, Stallone plays the same character he played in the first one, of course, and but um, go into it thinking this. Uh, this probably should have starred Eric Roberts and like <laughs> Randy Couture and been straight to DVD. Yeah. And, and they're doing, and they're actually doing another one. They're filming it right now, but it's like I said, I think it's just a, a cash thing where it's like WWE, even though, uh, uh, Saudi Arabia just kidnapped some guy, uh, tortured and, and murdered him and then cut him up with a bone saw. Uh, oh, nice. It was uh, this guy from the Washington Post, this journalist, and he was a dissident uh, living in America, and they tricked him saying that if he wanted to get married uh, to his girlfriend or whatever, he needed to come to like the Turkish embassy or something like that. When he went in, they grabbed him. The Saudis grabbed him, and apparently he never came out, and the Turkish uh, – I think it was like the Turkish consulate or something like that. They said that they have audio and video evidence of them like uh, murdering him, torturing him and murdering him Jesus. and uh, cut him up with a bone saw uh, uh, to dispose of the body. Well, what I was the reason I brought that up was WWE is going over there to, to do these shows and they had uh, done another one. And uh, the, the, the Saudis have so much money. It's like making them an offer they can't refuse. Well, and, I, and I think that that's what happened in here with Stallone and uh, the Chinese government. <laughs> They're saying, hey, we're financed. They, they started up their own film thing. And like I said, that Wolf Warrior 1 and 2, and there's another one that was out uh, as far as straight up strictly action movies mm-hmm. are, are pretty fucking good. Uh, I know some people, like I said, they'll, they'll sit there and say, I ain't watching that shit. That's nothing but Chinese propaganda. But all it is is like uh, uh, lots of uh, martial arts and and uh, like uh, special forces army stuff. You know, if you right. if you t- don't don't uh, put it in your head uh, that these are the guys at at Tiananmen Square that fucking killed all these people, oh, and, and and just look at it as a straight up you know just kind of war action movie. They're pretty good. So I think they probably told Stallone, "Hey, we'll give you a boatload of fucking money, yeah, and uh, you don't have to do anything that's like." Uh, See now, like this one, it doesn't it doesn't have anything to do with like, you know, promoting any kind of Chinese military or anything. That, like I said, just the the main guy is is a is a Chinese actor, and and they finance the whole thing. So, like I said, it's worth a watch, but don't go in th- thinking that it's the one, like it's it's anywhere it's near. Like, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's as good bad. as uh, the one with uh, Jesus and Stallone and Swatch uh, <laughs> and the Schwarzenegger. <laughs> So anyway, what's your next one? Um, so I've been watching. I got on the I got on the uh, all horror movies in October train. Hey. And um, unfortunately, that inevitably leads to a bunch of mediocre bullshit. Uh, yeah. But I watched one I hadn't seen, um, dire- directed by uh, James Gunn from 2006. It's called Slither. Um, this has a a bunch of people that you probably won't recognize, except uh, you got Elizabeth Banks, mm-hmm. who you'll probably recognize. She's been in a lot of stuff, and um, this Rooker. guy I like that always plays like a hayseed. Michael Rooker. His name? Michael Rooker. 
Yep. Um, and I think his name in the movie is something weird, like uh, like let me see. Grant, uh, Grant 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 yep. Um, <laughs> so Grant. Slither's kind of like a invasion of the body snatchers almost. So there's like a uh, this thing that this meteor that lands on Earth and Michael Rooker gets like stung by it and he turns into this like squid and uh, <laughs> and I'm basically, in. yeah and it, it but it's like it's super fucking gross. I mean like. It had a lot of CG, but it had a lot of slimy shit in it too. Mm. And um, any like basically, he impregnates this woman with all of these like slugs, and she, when she explodes, the slugs just get everywhere and like fly into people's mouths and take over their brains. And uh, it's Maybe just it's it's super oozy and but it's funny. Oh, it's is got it Nathan. Fu- is it is it funny? I mean, or is it, it has it, it it is fun. It's the gross stuff is there's some really gross stuff, but there's some gross funny stuff too. Yeah. With, um, and Nathan Fillion is in it too, who's kind of like uh, the the a geek world hero. He was in um, Firefly and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Um, but no, it's it's it was entertaining. I, I really enjoyed it, and I had always just kind of avoided it for the the poster. I didn't realize James Gunn is the guy. He's the Guardians of the Galaxy director. Yeah. Um, Didn't he get fired here recently or something? Yeah. What the, what was going on with that? Was it like some kind of sexual harassment thing or whatever? Uh, oh, I, I know who like Nathan Fillion Fillion is. It Fillion. Fillion. Yeah. Yeah, I know who he is. He was. Yeah. Firefly. I don't know why he was fired. It might have been. I don't think it was a sexual harassment thing. I think it might have been some shit he said on Twitter. Pedophilia. No, that was Elon Musk. Oh, really? Elon, no, not not a pedophile, but Elon Musk, like, there was that whole thing. He built a submarine or something for those kids that were trapped in the cave in the Philippines. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And he was, uh, James Gunn was fired uh, for allegedly racially insensitive statements. Oh, okay. God, um, we would get fired. <laughs> yeah. Well, uh, uh, I think in his uh, when he was criticized for his submarine that it was kind of overkill. I think he uh, not only disagreed with the guy that said it, but also maybe ref- said he was a pedophile. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. I think yeah. he did. Yeah, and I he remember got, that. He got in hot water for that. So he 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 said that, and they were like, well, "Wait a minute, you know? Okay, you have no. F- <laughs> you're just saying that, putting out like that somebody's a pedophile. Just you know, whatever." Yeah. So that was not not the brightest, but. Um, but no, it's I I had always avoided this, like I said, because the posters for it just it was like you know girl in the bathtub with the slugs. I just thought it was like the right. standard like cheesy sci fi style horror movie. But it was it was it was entertaining, uh, and it was and I laughed quite a bit. So oh, and Jenna Fisher is in it briefly, from uh, Pam from The Office. Oh, I like her. So she she plays a she's like a very oblivious uh, like switchboard operator at the police station <laughs> I, I don't know what she looks like now but when she was on the office she was uh the cat's meow she's girl she's, next door cat's meow she's office uh she's early she looked like early pam in uh like in like back when she what was that walk hard she was in that oh yeah the dewey cox story <laughs> dewey cox that was a funny movie anyway okay, Slither, well, i definitely recommend slither this is a one that I may, we may have already talked about. Uh, the Rover from 2014 with uh, Guy Pierce 
Robert Pattis, Pattinson. Well, and uh, I did not know that this was written by Joel Edgerton. Um, uh, anyway, uh, have you seen this? No. Oh, you need to see this is really this is a fucking awesome movie. Uh, very is good. Is this on uh, the Netflix or anything? Uh, I think it is on Netflix because okay. I put on there that uh, uh, this one and that uh, Ewan McGregor kind of prison bank robbing movie is also on there. Yeah, Rover is. If you haven't seen it, fuck yeah, it's 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 an awesome movie. Mm-hmm. I was for some reason I thought we had already watched it and talked about it, uh, so I don't want to give anything away. Set it's, in a chaotic future. Very right. bleak and very good. I like Guy Pierce. See how quick that was? Now let's move on to the next one. <laughs> oh shit, I'm not ready. Um <laughs> uh, Well I don't want to I don't want to talk about it because I want you to okay. watch it. Uh another one I watched, and this is this is one that was probably like I don't know if the gentleman's guide reviewed it years ago or, or where I've probably heard it of heard of it. Heard it of? What the fuck? Um Let's Scare Jessica to Death. Mm. from 1971 directed by john hancock the uh guy that signed the declaration of independence right oh jeez. um i don't know that anything else i'm trying to look i don't know that anything else he's done he did some episodes of twilight zone but like the rebooted 80s twilight zone so i don't recognize anything else he did um this is kind of a neat movie uh, well, I can read the synopsis because it's like it's one it's another one that you don't really want to give away too much but it says a recently institutionalized woman has bizarre experiences after moving into a supposedly haunted country farmhouse and fears that she may be losing her sanity once again so that's kind of like what it goes into is uh, her and her husband and this like hippie friend of theirs are going to this it's like upstate New York or something and she's had some kind of nervous breakdown um, I think due to her father's death or something, they never go into why, but you, you get that she has recently left being cared for mentally. Uh-huh. And, um, she is not like, she starts seeing weird shit. Like she's in the water and like something grabs her leg and, but she's anytime something like this happens, she's scared to say something to anybody cause they're, she's afraid that they're going to think she's nuts again. Um, so and so by the end of the movie you see some definite kind of things happening. I don't even say what kind of things. But the uh the question I think is still always there how much is reality and how much is you know can anybody else see what's going on kind of thing it's it's it was pretty good i was surprised um this is a it's an american movie i always assumed from like the posters and stuff that it was like italian or something mm-hmm. like a giallo but uh it's just a it's one of those 70s style horror movies that is kind of like you know it's not a slasher you know the, the horror movies in america kind of changed in the 80s with mm-hmm. friday the 13th and all that um, it's definitely not that kind of movie. It's a, it's a, it's more of a slow burn psychological type thing. So this dude and um, it has a giant caterpillar mustache. And yeah, a that's the hippie friend. Oh, and there's a, it, the, you know, the my health times have changed type moment when he's he uh, they have an apple orchard and like his job is to like drive around and spray DDT or whatever on all the apples. And the fucking like Jessica, the one that plays Jessica, just like runs through the fucking spray at one point. Uh, 
I thought just from every, you know, I've heard the title before. And for some reason, I kept thinking it was going to be like one of those uh, ones like, uh, oh, what's the one? Like I spit on your grave or some shit like that. Yeah, it's not. It's it's definitely not. There's no nudity or anything like that. There's some like sexual tension in it, but there's, it's not. I like sexual tension. It's a, I mean, it's not even like, that's not even a major plot element. Like there's some moments in it where there's like heat between people, but it's not, there's no fucking or anything like that. So it won't, it won't make you have a big wet stain on your jeans. No, no wet stains appearing in this. So, okay. I watched, uh, from 1962, uh, Zadoichi Monogatari or the tale of Zadoichi. Is that the first Uh, one? The first yeah. Zadoichi. That's good. Have not have had never seen this. Of course, I know sort of you know the character, and uh, I also watched the shitty Rutger Hauer uh, version of it, which I you know there's haven't a, seen it in years. There's a te- the Takeshi Kitano version of it in the eighties. Well, that's what I I, I kind of want to watch that, like, you know, because I like that him. Was, that was the first one I ever saw years ago. Um, this is excellent. The, yeah, I like this one. I bought the 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 criterion set with every one of these movies. In it. Yeah. Well, I, I thought this was really good. Um, I, I liked his character because he's kind of a, uh, he sometimes plays the, a little bit of the buffoon because he's blind and lets people think that, uh, he's kind of a, a douche or whatever, like when he's gambling, but then he ends up, fucking, <laughs> you know, uh, but so anyway, uh, I thought this was really good, it, uh, on the lines of like the lone wolf and cub movies. Um, uh, that's his, I, uh, that's his brother or, it's, or that's the, the brother of the guy. Um, I think that's the lone wolf and cub brother. Like the two of them played samurais and oh, and the, the, the actors. Yeah. Okay. Okay. I thought you I meant like that. I think that's I think that's Lone Wolf's brother. Okay. Well, and he, and he's kind of a, like a pudgy little uh, blind dude and everything, but uh, I, I I did like the um, when when he kind uh, uh, hooks up with the uh, befriends the other uh, samurai who mm-hmm. has like tuberculosis, and I just like one of the the scenes that I really like is when they would just be like sitting by the. But on the like the little river edge uh, fishing, and they'd be sitting there talking, and it's kind of like they, they had that mutual respect and everything. I, I yeah. like that. So anyway, I saw this one. I really liked it. So I need to check out some other ones. Wait, maybe Lone Wolf and Cub Guy is the he? Okay, I think he's the he is Zadowichi, and his brother was in the other one that was like a samurai black exploitation movie. You know that? Well, you know what I'm talking. It's um, he like whips his dick to make his dick all hard and tough. No, oh, was, what the fuck? That one. Uh, <laughs> oh man, Jim they're so Street good. Dunn. What are the name of those? There's three of them. He uh, whips his dick to make it tough. Yeah, he has like a bamboo like switch, and he like puts his giant Jesus. dick on this like wooden block and just whips it so it's like leathery, and he. <laughs> um. <laughs> Interesting concept. Was that Shane Black? (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Fuck. I can't believe I'm blanking on the names of these. That's fucking funny, though. Um, I had to see that. I'll have to keep looking. They are definitely entertaining. Um, But it's like like a a samurai. They're samurai movies, but they're supposed to be like black exploitation. They even have like 
kind of funk music in them. Huh. And um, he like fucks to get his answers for when he's in- investigating stuff. And yeah. That sounds good. I'll have to look up. I can't. I'm totally blanking on the name, and I'm gonna be pissed when I figure it out. So, um, let's see. I don't have much else that is worth talking about. I watched. Let's see. I mean, I watched some movie called Dark Universe that was like a mix between. It was like a sci-fi original, but before sci-fi was originals were a thing. So it was like yeah. that level of budget, and like the monster kind of looked like an alien but the mo- the plot was kind of like predator it was it was really shitty um well, like you said when you start doing the horror movie thing for for october oh god yeah uh, you fall down the 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 poop rabbit hole yeah oh i did see one that was surprisingly good um on and it's super low budget on netflix um called terrifier is that the one with the clown it. yeah okay um, it's a, I haven't it's seen a, it, but I... it's definitely shot digitally. It's definitely uh, would be direct to video. This is direct to digital. Um, directed, written by a guy named Damien Le- Damien Leon, who I don't recognize, but it's like Dark Sky Films or something. I think, or uh, not Dark Sky. Uh, what's the name of that production company? But it's a a website um, that that produced it. Dark Age Cinema. No, that's not what it's called. Netflix distributed it. I forgot the name that popped up on it. Uh, But I think it's like a web, like a horror themed website that kind of put the money towards it or something. But it's basically, it's basically just like a slasher. There's nothing. uh, It's like a Halloween type movie. Uh, You know, two girls in peril and everybody's stuck in a building. And, uh, it's pretty poorly acted, but the the gore is is pretty for the most part all practical. It seemed like, mm-hmm. um, and they had some creative kills for this clown. He doesn't have a name as far as I know, but the guy the actor that plays him is really good. Uh, it's all physical acting. Like he doesn't. Somebody said something about like uh, that 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 didn't like it. Said something about uh, it was very misogynistic. Like I mean, he fucking cuts a woman's vagina off or some shit, or I don't know what. Well, yeah, he he obviously has an issue with women, okay. uh, although he still attacks guys too. But yeah, he like there's a there's a, a kill where he does. Um, I'll just say she's hanging upside down, and her vagina and a uh, uh, hacksaw are involved. But I will I will. <laughs> I like I will, vaginas, but I'm not, you know, the hacksaw no, thing is no, a little no. extreme. I mean, I guess I guess it probably is, but honestly, I mean. For, uh, for the genre, I think that's it comes with the territory. Mm-hmm. You know, like this, it's not like that's a new thing. And I mean, a woman is the main like protagonist in it, so he's a piece of shit to uh, to women, of course. But I mean, Jason is fucking. Freddy Can you blame is. him? Yeah. You know, you know how they are. They push it to the limit. <laughs> uh, but his makeup looked really good. The the, and, the, the, um, the the yeah, he looks fucking scary as shit. Yeah, it was. A, I mean, it wasn't a bad movie. I mean, it wasn't great. It was probably like a six and a half. But I was like, you know, when I watch a movie that's like released straight to Netflix as a horror movie, I'm expecting like a three. Um, but it was certainly watchable and not 
like boring. So it was a, uh, you know, hour and a half. Boring that, is always good. Yeah. It was, it was definitely not boring. And I've watched a few boring movies this month already. So. Okay. Let's, I'll motor through a few of these okay. things here. I watched a movie called Wilson uh, from 2017. Oh, I, saw, I saw that. It's based on a Daniel Close comic, yeah, I think. Woody, yeah, Woody Harrelson. Uh, he was uh, pretty much a, a fucking abrasive piece of shit uh, yeah. throughout the whole movie, which is kind of, kind of funny. Uh, like the uh, Just an asshole. Like uh, He's the kind of guy that when you're uh, – it's on the box cover art. Uh, when you're standing at a urinal pissing and there's 50 urinals, which I always bitch about, and then the guy comes and stands right beside of you. <laughs> I hate that. So that hit close to home. And he's just a fucking asshole. Laura Dern's in this, and uh, I like the character that she played because nothing's sugar-coated. There's a lot of people that are just assholes in this. Um, I cracked up when uh, um, he uh, gets on a fucking bus that's almost completely empty. And the guy's sitting there with his headphones on, you know, and he just sits down right beside of him. And fucking, uh, but so he's just kind of a dick. Uh, and then, of course, you know, as it goes along toward the end, it gets a little bit, you know, uh, yeah. actually has a point, uh, which. Yeah, it wasn't it wasn't it wasn't too bad. <laughs> no, I thought it was pretty good. It wasn't bad. Um, let's see. Um, I watched that. Uh, I know uh, Rolf uh, won, uh, you know wanted me to watch this one from 2018 upgrade uh starring oh, i saw that in the theater over the summer um i thought it was pretty good but like he uh, there were some people that were like man it's so fucking good you know um and i didn't get that kind of a thing for it like i thought it was like like fucking fantastic mm-hmm. um but i thought it was pretty good and i liked the ending of course i didn't like i didn't like the actor um that played the main guy. Uh, he was his, some of his physical acting was pretty good, but he was kind of bleh. Well, he was the guy that was in, um, Prometheus. They got the thing. Oh, he had the thing in his eyeball. Yeah. Okay. I forgot about that. looks like Tom Hardy. Um, but I, I thought it was good, but I didn't think it was like, I didn't think it was great. I mean, as one of those ones, and I hate to say this cause I don't want to sound like a dick. Um, but it's one of those ones where it got, it, it got a, a lot of hype. And then when I watched it, I was like, you know, okay. And then when I watched it, I was kind of like, ah, what? It was all right. It wasn't fucking that great. Um, I'll just give you, like, I think I only have like maybe one more or two more. Okay. Um, I watched 2015's Creed, uh, starring Sylvester Stallone and Michael B. Jordan. Written and directed, it says by Ryan Coogler, but I'm pretty sure this. Anytime you see written and directed and Sylvester Stallone starring in it, you know that he fucking wrote it and directed <laughs> it. Um, this is another one that um, I didn't see it for a long time. I know you, that you fucking really liked it. And I think Rolf said it was like his second favorite Rocky movie. Um, and the reason I didn't watch it uh, after I watched it was played out mm-hmm. because I just feel like it's the same fucking story same rocky you yeah. know except it's not rocky rocky is mickey and um i like, I, did, I like michael b jordan a lot though so that helped i think and i i did not like him no <laughs> no i didn't um no. um i i it's that's he's another like when he was in um uh black panther i liked his the character and everything, but I just, I don't think he's that fucking great. Um, I don't think he's a great actor. I mean, he's fine, but I think he's, I think he's, uh, he, he's very charismatic. Like he's, he's a magnet yeah, on the yeah. screen. Yeah. 
but now the thing the thing about this is it, it hit on all the things because what I was going to say was I liked his relationship with the the uh, chick that was wasn't she in or she was in Thor Ragnarok uh, that played um, Valkyrie in Thor Ragnarok. All oh, right. That he hooked up with and she had like the hearing aids and was losing her hearing. I liked all that, but then I was just kind of like, okay, yeah, but I've seen all this. She's Adrian. He's fucking Rocky. Rocky's Mickey. And it was the same story. I wish that it would have, um, uh, I wish they would have done something different. Like mm. he got in there and just got the living shit beat out of him. And he realizes that he, no matter what he does, that he's not, as good as his dad and, but that he, that, that doesn't mean that he's not, you know, that he has value at doing other things. I don't know. But it, like I said, it, it just pushed all the same buttons that Rocky pushed. Yeah, and yeah, it's, yeah. I thought it was kind of like, there's just the same old shit, but not that I didn't think it was, it wasn't like I didn't like it. It was just that I've seen it before. Yeah. Um, I watched, uh, the 1997's, uh, Lolita, which was directed by Adrian Lynn and stars Jeremy Irons and Dominique Swain, mm-hmm. Melanie Griffith. Uh, this was really good. Uh, I need to watch the one, the Stanley Kubrick one. Um, it is a challenging movie. First of all, the story is really good, but it's challenging in a way that you're watching a movie about a guy that's a fucking child molester. Huh. And he's, he's narrating a lot of it and everything. So it's one of those ones. It's like, can you trust the, the narrator narrator and everything? But like I said, you have to keep in mind now, I think they, I think in the book, uh, the girl is supposed to be like 12 years old, uh, in the Kubrick movie, from what I have read, um, they got like Carol Baker, I think is who plays Lolita in that. And they said, you know, uh, even though it was really good and it's a masterpiece and everything that Kubrick kind of skirts it a little bit because the, the actress is older. Uh, I think in this one, I, I thought they did a pretty good, well, first of all, I think that, uh, this Dominic's Dominique Swain was actually only like 15 years old. Uh, so there was a lot of stuff that they said that they either couldn't do because of how old she was or they would have like a body double or uh, something like that. But I like this movie. I thought it was done really well. The, the, the way that he, it's, it's, have you seen it? No, it shows how he, I think it kind of shows how he is stunted and why he is the way he is, but also, um, the way that the that they present the girl who's Lolita, mm-hmm. um, it is almost cringeworthy because even though she's an uh, attractive for her age and everything, and she looks you know maybe even looks a little bit older, like how they they you're seeing her through his eyes. Right. So when she's laying there and she's like uh, in her like bathing suit and 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 you see her ass and everything, you're seeing what he's seeing. Yeah. But then there, the, the, the way that she actually acts, uh, he wants her to be this. But then when he's actually dealing with her, he's dealing with a, like a 14, 15 year old girl who's obnoxious and a fucking asshole. Yeah, you know, I've, re- no, I've read the book and I've seen the, the original, but I've not seen that one. So I thought this one and, and I 
I didn't watch this one uh, because I wanted to see the Kubrick one, mm-hmm. and but then somebody somebody posted this one on uh, maybe GGTMC or something like that. So I thought, well, you know what? I'm gonna. It was on iTunes, and the and the original one is not. So I thought I'm just gonna go ahead and watch this. And one thing I was thinking when I was watching this was um, how at one point Jeremy Irons was really a go-to guy uh in hollywood as as like a, almost like a on i i thought of him as being almost on the same level i don't know if i would say like de niro but like when, when de niro was coming up and like you know like in the in the early 90s or something like that um uh but on that same level as a kind of guy that's really on the rise mm-hmm. uh and that and that was getting a lot of really good work and good projects and everything. And then he kind of fell off the planet earth. I think, yeah, a little bit. I think he got, he, he already looked a little older mm-hmm. and maybe, maybe his, maybe he got old looking too quick to get the roles that he would have been acting in otherwise. Well, and then, uh, uh, Franklin Jella is in this and I think he plays the Peter Sellers part, mm. uh, that's in the Kubrick one. And, uh, you could see his big old dong. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Right. I, f- I figured out the I figured out the samurai uh, okay, layout. Well, okay, so you have uh, Tomi Saburo Wakayama. Mm-hmm. He is the older brother, and he was Lone Wolf. Okay. Younger brother was Shintaro Katsu, and he was Zadoichi and um, Hanzo the Razor, which is the movies I was trying to think of mm-hmm. with with the uh, the big dick samurai de- detective. Mm-hmm. So the guy that played Zadoichi was also Hanzo the Razor, and his older brother was Lone Wolf. Okay. <laughs> now, what was the, um, what was the, um, God damn it, the one that Mike did with, that had the, um, the one villain that had all the piercings in his face, and his face was slashed? Oh, um, uh, uh, Ichi the Killer. Ichi the Killer. Okay, I watched that for the first time. Yeah, uh, I bought it. <laughs> I love when he's when that dude gets cut in half long ways. That was pretty awesome. Yeah, it's it's on fucking iTunes uh, for purchase. So oh, that surprised. fucking happened in Slither too. Uh, this guy was like talking shit to uh, Michael Rooker as in his in his uh, squid form, uh-huh. and and there's no reply other than his one tentacle going whoosh. Like whips out, and you just see this line appear, and then all of a sudden the guy just falls in half, and his intestines just pour out everywhere. I, I had seen like a few clips from Ichi the Killer, but at one time it wasn't like rel- readily available. Yeah, and so, it's like Japanese DVD only. Or... Yeah, and now it's on fucking iTunes and everything. Nice. So I went ahead and got it, and and uh, for the longest time I thought the blonde-haired guy was Ichi the Killer. Mm. But I thought this was this was really good, and it's fucking it's hilar- it's it's I don't know if I want to say hilarious, but like the kills and everything are so extreme, and like you have the geysers of blood, and and yeah. then just like the philosophy of of, of like the, the uh, to me the blonde haired guy is the main guy. Ichi is you know the the titular char- character and everything, but this. Um, this kind of a uh, assassin, like um, bodyguard, like uh, Yakuza guy, or whatever the fuck he does. What a piece of shit! And he's <laughs> he's so into like uh, uh, being like the uh, living uh, 
the philosophy of a of a, a, a sadist. Mm-hmm. Like you know, he's like a true sadist would never do that. You know, would would do. This. And then this girl wants to be his girlfriend, and so she says, you know, I want to be your girlfriend. And she's like beating him and shit like that. But he's like, your heart's not in this. You're not a true sadist. You're <laughs> you're 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 good. You're too easy on me or something like that. I can never see you again. It, it was just fucking weird and hilarious. I thought that Mike does. He's had such a like weird variety of movies. Like I mean. He's done these like epic samurai movies recently. Yeah. Did you see Blade of the Immortal? Yes, I saw. I like Blade of the Immortal, and I yeah. actually read like a, a couple of those manga, which I really like. Yeah, and then Thirteen Assassins. 13 Assassins. And um, what was that other one that was uh, right around the same time that was that was fantastic? It was like two years before, or one two years after Thirteen Assassins. Uh, what was that one? Fuck, I'd have to look. Oh, Harakiri. Oh yeah, yeah, that was really good. That was really good, and that was and, hurt, that was fucking gut wrenching. But I mean, he did the he did a fucking like Phoenix Wright Ace Attorney movie, which is based on a weird video game. He did. Well, I think um, he, I think he probably you know I don't know that much about him, but it seems like me you know, maybe he was doing that real extreme shit uh, at the beginning of his career, and now he's getting more into you know more mainstream. Yeah stuff um but we did well, we, you and i did visitor cued i don't yeah, remember that one Q. yeah <laughs> doesn't, doesn't he um I, th- I think will or somebody was saying that like he was like a prolific uh, oh my god he was making like two movies a year for a yeah while. just putting out tons of stuff yeah um next thing uh just so we can get going here uh everybody has a plan from 2012 and this was written and directed by anna Pitterbarg and uh, it stars uh, Vigo Mortensen. Now, the reason that I wanted to watch this, uh, Vigo, I love him. He's like one of my, he's like probably one of my favorite actors right now. Um, Vigo has been making movies, uh, foreign language movies. Mm-hmm. Uh, he, I think he lived in Argentina for like 10 years when he was younger. So he speaks, uh, speaks Spanish and oh. I don't know if he speaks Portuguese or not. Um, and then I watched a movie with him where, okay, let's see. This one was, was, um, I really liked it. I thought he was good in it. Um, and it's, um, he plays, uh, two different parts in this and, um, he does a really good job. Uh, it's basically fuck. I don't want to give anything away about it. That's the only thing. And if I say anything, I'm going to fucking give something away. Or the, the it, synopsis. So that maybe you can work around this. The synopsis says a man who assumes the identity of his deceased twin in Argentina. Right. Okay. You know, that's it. So he, but when I say he plays two parts, he plays twin brothers. Okay. Uh, and, but the one twin you only see at the beginning just for a little bit, because then, something happens and he takes his place. He, uh, the, 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 the one twin is he's a doctor. The other twin is kind of a, he works on like fishing boats. He's, he's more blue collar guy. Yeah. And the doctor wants to take his place for a reason or whatever. But I thought it was really, now you got, you got to, that's that Vigo, which was a foreign language movie. Uh, and then, uh, one called, um, Hoha. It's spelled J-A-U-J-A. Hoha is another really good Vigo one that is a foreign language movie. Hmm. Uh, Far From Men is another foreign language movie that Vigo did. He did all these. He did Everybody Has a They're all Argentinian movies. Right, Argentinian movies. Uh, Far From Men, it takes place, though, in um, 
that one I really liked. It's um, oh shit, um, the goddamn in Algeria. So um, it's basically he is a school teacher, and um, these uh, in or in uh, Algeria, and um, these guys. Uh, bring this guy to him and they say, okay, he killed somebody uh, and you need to, to take him to this town to, for, for trial. Uh, and so he is of course, a, a, a European guy. I think he's French. And so Vigo must speak some different languages. And uh, so then he, uh, cause at one point uh, out, uh, after like Dien Bien Phu, Algeria was, I think, colonized by the French. Yes. And that's why um, uh, in like those movies, the, there was a, a Anthony Quinn movie about um, at, at the beginning of it, it takes place in um, uh, at the end uh, when uh, the Viet Minh beat uh, the French at uh, Dien Bien Phu. And then the, uh, later on, the Anthony Quinn character is like a colonel and he goes and fights in Algeria. And that's sort of the, the scene that this is in. It almost looks uh, Algeria, it, the, the, the uh, part of it where they're, cause they're walking from this one town to the other. And Vigo doesn't want to do it. And this guy is, he's when they say he killed some guy, it was like a, in a family dispute and mm. something happened and the guy's like real remorseful and everything. And uh, it's, it just kind of sucks. But all of these movies, I, I just happened because I got on, I think I got on iTunes or whatever, and I was just looking up Vigo and I saw these movies. Like, I've never even heard of these, and these are yeah, newer movies, either. but they're really good. He's, huh. he's a, Vigo is an interesting guy. Uh, he's, I just, the stuff I've read about him and how he acts and everything, and like what he stands for, you know, and, and he's very, uh, a very artistic guy, like writing poetry and stuff I like think that. The most recent one I've seen of his was. I don't remember the name of it, like Mr. Fantastic or whatever the Fantastic. name of that one was. Yeah. Oh, I like that. Emily hated it. I didn't she, hate she really it. She really liked that. It was pretty really good. Because I, I kind of like the just the concept of uh, the homeschooling thing Yeah. where you take your kids and, yeah, they may learn, uh, you know, his kids were knew five languages a piece and, and were educated on all this stuff because he taught them, you know, the arts and everything like that, but they had no, they were uh, socially awkward. They were socially awkward and had no skills like that. Um, and just, just why he did what he did and, yeah. you know, the kind of person he was and, and the whole backstory with his wife and everything. Um, the last thing I'll, 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 I'll do here and then we can talk about Mandy, even though we're probably about four hours in now. Uh, I watched a movie <laughs> 1994's Disclosure, which was a Barry Levinson-directed movie. It was written by Michael Crichton, who did like mm -hmm. Jurassic Park and Andromeda Strain, which we covered. Uh, this stars Michael Douglas and Demi Moore and Donald Sutherland. I had never seen and, – and that fucking – what's that piece of shit asshole that I can't stand now? Um, Shawn Michaels. Shawn Michaels is in this. No, that goddamn uh, asshole that used to be on Saturday Night Live. Dennis Miller. All what right. a piece of shit he turned out to be. Yeah. Anyway. Yes, it's really, you know, these liberals are just, you know, they're just, you know, they what need a safe space or something. I don't know. The they need a safe space. They're like uh, Pasquale Perez uh, and, uh, uh, you know, uh, God, what a fucking dickhead he is. He's a, they he's said, a sellout. That's what it is. He fucking well, couldn't make money anymore doing what he was doing. So he's fucking doing the Ann Coulter thing and just that's being. That's what a lot of have done is um, 
they they have fallen off the planet Earth. So then they they just find a niche market, and yeah. that niche market is if I can if I can be an asshole and play. And and I have actually heard people say like Sean Hannity and uh, uh, Alex Jones and these people like that that they're basic and and, and and Coulter too that they are just basically actors uh, uh, or parasites. <laughs> you know, mongers or whatever, but they're they're only doing it like Dave Rubin and some of these other guys. They're just doing it to make money. Yeah. They were like Dave Rubin was a fucking big liberal, and then all of a sudden he wasn't making. He found this if he's on the internet and he gets on there and talks shit and takes that the Koch brothers will give him a bunch of money and he, he just does it. Yeah, so Roseanne anyway, fucking went nuts too. Oh, she was another one. Yeah, yeah. Well, uh, uh, so disclosure, I had never seen it. I, I had, uh, you know, uh, this was one of those ones kind of like a, a, not really a thriller, but like a, a sexy kind of a movie that came mm-hmm. out in the, in the mid to early, uh, early nineties. And, um, so anyway, I watched it and this movie is stupid as shit. Uh, it has a, it has kind of an interesting concept, but ba- basically what they did was they took the sexual harassment thing. And if they would have made a movie about sexual harassment, like Michael Douglas is the boss and Demi Moore is coming up and he's like fucking doing this shit to her, you know, it would have a point. But they they reversed it like she is the sexual harasser and he's like, no, 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 you know, stop, stop. And she 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 fucking invites him up to 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 to. I'm on crack here, man. I get all excited. Um, um, she invites him up to after hours to her office to talk about work. Well, then she's like trying to seduce him and shit. Well, she fucking gets down on her knees and, and Demi Moore looks good at this time. She's got big old fucking titties and everything. And uh, she gets down on her knees. She's real aggressive and she fucking like pulls his pants down and starts sucking his cock and everything. And he's like, no, no, I can't do this stuff. I, I can't, I can't I have a wife and everything. But he's like, he's fucking enjoying to be more with her big tits sucking his dick, you know? And, you know, and he's like, well, in, in the, in the, in the inquest or whatever, he's like, it was just a reflex action. Cause the guy asked him, he said, well, did you have an erection? And he goes, it was, a, it was a physical, it was a physical reflex action, you know, and all this shit and everything. But he fucking, uh, that's what I said. You know, I thought it was funny because, um, if if this woman if you if you have a wife and you have a kid and everything and you don't want this to happen then as soon as she starts you're like listen I gotta go you know right? he he she she fucking pulls his pants down and starts sucking his fucking dick and he's like you know he's like and he even grabs her and he goes oh you want to fuck is that what you want you want to fuck but then he gathers himself he starts thinking about what he did was he sees his reflection in in like a mirror and then <laughs> his conscience hits him because he was getting into it but then he's like no 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 well then they're like well you know no means no even if you stop in the middle of it no means no but it's just stupid and when he gets up to leave she goes you stick your dick in my in my mouth and then you fucking leave get back in here and finish what you started motherfucker or something like that so it's really done and, and then <laughs> when it gets towards the towards the end they have this computer thing and virtual reality it goes completely oh off the rails and it's and and this is computer and virtual virtual reality shit from 1990 of, of 25 years ago <laughs> yes and, the, and it's a Hollywood version of it, so it's it's uh. like the lawnmower man with Jeff Fahey or something. It gets really <laughs> stupid, and that's how he can kind of prove what's going on. Or it, it it's worth a watch. It's it, when I said like Dirty Dancing was funny to me, and watching <laughs> some of the stuff, how funny it was. This is worth watching, and it's on Netflix. Uh, I think no, no, it was on iTunes for like ninety nine cent rental. That's the only okay. reason I watched it, but. It's worth a watch because it's so fucking stupid and it's hilarious. <laughs> so anyway, that's all I have. All right. <laughs> How long so, we've been recording? 
Uh, two hours. Okay. Hour fifty-five. Well, it won't take us that long to okay. if we want to chat about the other one. We can take a let's take a quick break and uh, and I will play a GGTMC ad and then uh, we'll come back and talk about Mandy a little bit. How about that? Ready. All right, we'll be right back. Do you find yourself looking for a different type of genre podcast? Do you find yourself on the weekends wondering when you will find that one film that might change your life? Well, then maybe you should check out The Gentleman's Guide to Midnight Cinema with your host Big Willie and the Samurai. Bringing class to the trash since 1977 and rocking the house. You can find The Gentleman at ggtmc.com. I hope their web address hasn't changed. <laughs> That's an old fucking trailer, man. Bringing class to the trash. What's left of my life is so unkind. I think I'm going out of what's left of my mind. What's left of my body is too tired to fight. I'm a What's left just won't go right. <laughs> That's our theme song. Okay. Uh, we are only two hours in, and we're going to talk about Mandy. Sorry. Junior Brown. I saw him live. He opened for Bob Dylan. I remember him. He was doing his time on the Highway Patrol. <laughs> doing my oh, time on the Highway Patrol. He's got a good voice. All right. Mandy from... I don't even have the fucking IMDb open. I am just well, worthless. Mandy 2018. <clears throat> Mandy 2018. All right. Uh, when was this made? 2018. <laughs> the, the enchanted lives of a couple in a secluded forest are brutally shattered by a nightmarish hippie cult and their demon biker henchman, propelling a man into a spiraling, surreal rampage of vengeance. Uh, directed and written by, I don't know how to pronounce this guy's name, Panos Cosmatos. I wonder if that's his real name. Yeah. His dad was uh, directed one of those Rambo movies. Nice. Um, only because I didn't has, know who the fucker was. Only has directed uh, Mandy and uh, Beyond the Black Rainbow, which I just started today. Um, so I don't know what he does in between because Beyond the Black Rainbow was eight years ago, and it looks like he was uh, he worked on a cam- he was on the camera crew of Tombstone in 1993. Other than that, he hasn't done much of anything. <laughs> Uh, so yeah, um, so Mandy is starring Nicolas Cage. <clears throat> um, it's really the Nicolas Cage show. So I mean, if you're on board with that, you're going to be good. But it also stars um, Linus. I don't know if it's Roach or Roche uh, as as Jeremiah uh, Sand Roche. Roche. Yeah, um, he was on Law and Order. Okay. 
Andrea uh, Riseborough, who I did not recognize. Ned Den- Dennehy, who I did not recognize. I didn't recognize much of anybody in this, uh, except for Bill Duke. Uh, with his, uh, is he's the one that had the gross razor and fucking predator? Yeah, gross. The yeah. good predator. The good. The good predator. Um. So yeah, the 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 synopsis here really kind of sets a good uh, a good table for what this is, and the way I've described this is, um, it it, it has a. V- pretty basic plot that if you've watched genre movies you've seen this before mm-hmm. guy girl something happens with the couple guy goes and gets his revenge like mm-hmm. that is that is what this movie boils down to but this movie is told not only oh and i already forgot to play the fucking soundtrack this movie is told with a a, a an lsd kind of haze over it and has this incredible soundtrack. I'm I'm gonna start playing it here because I love this the fucking movie from this. You ride around your Volkswagen, listen to this. On I did I, I I did listen to it. I did not do LSD. Um, and I accidentally said L- LCD the other day when I was yes. talking about it. <laughs> I do Metamucil. <laughs> That's a different kind of high. Oh. Man, I'm um, <laughs> but this movie really so, is like a nightmare and. Uh, if if you are on the um, the the Nicolas Cage train, you're going to enjoy this. Now, for the for most for a large part of the movie, he's not exactly like his like. Uh, let me try to think of a good a good one to use as an example, like um, Port of Call, New Orleans. Like he's not that crazy, Nick Cage. It's it's an understated crazy Nick Cage performance. Uh, outside of maybe the uh, the scene in the bathroom <laughs> in, his, <laughs> in his underwear. Um, Zom, do you want to? I'll let you start talking here, and I'm going to fill in because I didn't take notes, and I've got a shitty memory. So, but okay. I'll let you uh, take the reins. Well, I I thought of this movie as kind of a like three different things that I, well, no, actually probably like four different things I think of when I'm watching this movie. Number one is the movie Rolling Thunder with William Devane. Uh, I thought like the the story basically kind of, it's, I want to always want to say this is like Rolling Thunder on LSD because in Rolling Thunder, (laughs) LCD, of course, you know, he comes back from Vietnam and he's with his family and then these fucking scumbag Texas assholes fucking come kill his wife and kid and stick his hand down a goddamn garbage disposal. Ugh. And there are parts of this. So I know that, that, uh, Panos Kamatatos, <laughs> <laughs> uh, um, was influenced by that because the scene where Nicholas Cage has the, um, aviator sunglasses on and he's making the giant ax like scythe thing. I tell you what, that was the fucking. That was probably the most badass scene I've seen in a movie, and that, I can't remember that how totally long. Totally reminds me, or was was a uh, an homage to William Devane in Rolling Thunder with the sunglasses on, the aviator sunglasses on, sharpening the claw. Yeah. On okay. Then I fucking loved that scene so much with him being a fucking ironsmith or whatever. Yeah, the fuck. It's funny because like one of those. 
Well, I guess he was a lumberjack, but it's like, okay, where the fuck did he find this place? That he, and, <laughs> where and he could I, smelt steel and... And I would think that, you know, like, uh, it would take a while to fucking make that thing. Um, but another thing where I, I, which obviously, it's not just me saying that about Rolling Thunder is, the, um, what was the, um, god damn it, the, the fucking, uh, the, 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 the cheddar cheese, cheddar... Oh, Cheddar Goblin. Cheddar Goblin. Well, the uh, the company that makes Cheddar Goblin um, macaroni and cheese is Devane. Oh, and nice. Okay. Devane was uh, the star of Rolling so Thunder. So have you ever seen, there's an internet video. I don't know if it was like on, on Adult Swim or something originally. Uh, the person, the guy that, uh, that did Cheddar Goblin in this movie mm-hmm. did this thing called too many cooks um it was like this 10 minute internet video and it's really fucking bizarre and gory and it's like you got to see it because it starts off it's like um it starts off like a it's like a sitcom ending Mm -hmm. but it gets really fucking meta and like the scenes keep freezing and there's like weird gore and all kinds of stuff it's hilarious but the guy that did too many cooks. Too many. Is that the name? Let me let me make sure before you start googling that. But uh, <laughs> he did. He did. He did. Uh, too many cooks. Yep, that's what it is. You got to see too many cooks. It's hysterical. Too it's eleven many. minutes long, and it's like it's like the end of an of a '90s sitcom at first, but just gets really weird. <laughs> um, well, but he, yeah, that's the guy that did Cheddar Goblin. It's, uh, and um. Okay, so I was like Rolling Rolling Thunder. Uh, then um, you have the whole Manson kind of a thing feel mm-hmm. uh, with with the uh, new what were they called the new children of whatever the new whatever I can't remember what the cult's name was the, the, the follows laughing at his shitty music and his little Jeremiah dick. <laughs> yeah uh, um, but also uh, let's see I get that and. Um, like the Manson kind of thing, I kind of like a, like a almost like the the uh, race with the devil, where you have like the cultish kind of a thing. So he has several different kind of like genre things going there. Yeah. Uh, but I also felt like this whole movie could have been they could have easily they could easily take this movie, the storyline and everything, and make like a David Carradine sword and sorcerer kind of a movie because you have that witchcraft kind of a feel you have like a wizard uh, warlock kind of a thing yeah uh you can see like nicholas cage being like a, a knight or something like that uh mandy being kind of like a an enchantress or or a, a witch and then this this uh evil cult like a falsa doom from uh from a fucking uh, conan or whatever um but the, it starts out with Nicolas Cage, like I said, being like a lumberjack and everything like that. But throughout the whole movie, you, 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 it's almost like um, there's something running through this this whole story of, uh, um, and that the whole LSD thing, almost like opening up another. Dim- like sort of like a dimension or another reality or something like that. Oh yeah, like I mean that. look at the like this doesn't really spoil anything but like the fucking like skyline and the and the yeah. mountains and shit at the end like yeah. But even even at the beginning it's almost like um they're living a normal life 
but like Mandy talking about like that book about the about the the planets and and just the just how it seems like it, it seems like they're almost like um um they could i don't know what i want to say is it's almost like they could be like this um this couple like i said almost like a knight or a samurai or something like that and she is this maiden or an enchantress or a witch or something like that and they they've been reincarnated and they're going through these different lives because um i just got the feeling that that um and then almost like a destiny thing, um, because could like, she be? Could she be? And this is—I'm just spitballing. I don't even—I haven't thought about thought this through. But could they be like an Adam and Eve out here in the middle of this no, in the middle of nowhere? Yeah, yeah, and, and uh, um, it's like that that uh, that, that um, movie Mother with um, uh, Javier Bardem and uh, Jennifer Lawrence. Yeah, yeah, uh, where it's something that's happening over and over like the the life is a flat circle kind of a thing or mm-hmm. whatever. but anyway um i i just uh, i think that you 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 it, it's well first of all just the way that this okay and and this guy's dad this uh uh panos comitatos dad did he directed uh rambo uh first blood part 2 Okay. So anyway, um, just the way he shoots everything, uh, the, that red kind of saturation and shit, like when she's walking down the road, uh, it had, when, it had colors like, uh, like your favorite movie, Hobo with a Shotgun. Well, or, or even, or, or like, um, uh, um, uh, which was really one of my favorite movies, uh, <laughs> Only God Forgives, uh, with that, with oh, that yeah. red. Oh, like, I'll tell you, this, he likes this palette because, like I said, I started watching, Beyond the Black Rainbow, which is oddly also set in 1983, like this movie. Um, so I don't know what what 1983 means to him, um, but it it was the same thing. Like there's it, it, there's a lot of scenes that are very red and then all of a sudden very blue. Uh, he likes those two primary looking <coughs> colors. Uh, well, blue's not primary, but it, it, if you it gives you the, just the, the way it's shot, and then and uh, and and I like the um, like. Uh, Wait, blue is primary. The Red, uh, what do you call it? The uh, <laughs> like the 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 animation and the things that that come up that say like a like a shadow mountain, uh, nineteen eighty three, and then the one thing that comes oh, up. Oh, the, the yeah, the uh, that was like the, a dark metal thing when it said Mandy with like the the vines yeah. that grow out of it. The, those it, title cards are really cool. And I think that the 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 big and, and another thing that I, I, I kind of came up with. This is just me coming up with shit. Um, when Cage goes and tells Bill Duke, uh, "I came for the Reaper," and then the the uh, fucking thing that he makes is almost like a scythe that you would use to reap like uh, mm-hmm. uh, wheat. And then I started thinking, "Reap what you sow, so shall you reap." Like these fuckers are doing this shit, and then they're gonna, and then he is the Reaper. I'm your god. <laughs> yeah. Oh my god. That was. So <laughs> I'm your god now, motherfucker. <laughs> oh my god. And and but you know, like when you said, like how it's like a, a cage 
is like the showcase here. I would say equally Linus Roche is equally on. He's pretty fucking out of control. And it this... was, he was so fucking. And, and, and now one thing, okay. I, I watched him on law and order for, uh, for, I don't know how many years. And then not only that, but he was in this movie called shot through the heart about these two guys in, uh, in uh, Yugoslavia when they had all the, fucking problems over there one of them was muslim and they both were uh like a uh, uh uh olympic level uh marksman so they become uh uh what do you call it uh uh snipers for for, for this one for the serbs one for the muslims mm-hmm. but anyway i didn't know that fucker was from england yeah and- i just saw that i was like he does not seem like he's uh british at all yeah, when you hear him talk on interviews, it's like holy shit. But when he was in this one, he kind of had that nasally voice, and Jesus Christ, what a fucking weird, <laughs> fucking pathetic, but weird. But it, it it really the whole thing there put me in the mind of Charles Manson, of course, and yeah. I think that's where they got it from because Manson was into music and he thought that he should have been like, you know, he he went with uh, Dennis Wilson. He thought that he was on like the level with like the Beatles, listening to the music. And, he plays his music in the piece, and his his gang, his gang would sit there like Manson's family would sit there and just listen to Charlie like he's God and everything. But I swear, I thought that motherfucker he was so so weird and unhinged. But the thing was, when you saw him, you saw him at some time. It's at some points he was portrayed. You saw him almost like through the eyes of how his followers saw him, where mm-hmm. he would be like, you know, you need to do this, brother. And I knew I could count on you. And then he treated that one fucking chick who looked like a, a goddamn Ric Flair and, you know, whatever. <laughs> he treated her like shit. And then she just like worshipped the ground he walked on. She would have licked his asshole after he took a shit. And then he had that young girl who was basically, he would just be like, go, go have her come in. And, you know, he Completely was just... Completely brainwashed, yeah. Yeah, fucking her and everything. I thought something that cage i guess maybe because she was so young and she she was more like innocent that she didn't reap she didn't uh uh reap what she sowed because she did well she didn't really do anything she was just yeah i don't recall even what happens to her just do they even show her again after uh, he he got that one piece of shit guy that was like almost like uh uh jeremiah's tex watson the bald guy was like yeah, he he got him and he fucking got him with that thing. <laughs> and it's been, the, 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 those fuckers, uh, like that when they kept saying she's still burning or oh, she burned bright and everything, they they would have done themselves a favor by fucking. <laughs> <laughs> I'll that tell you guy what. was fantastic because he had those those like watery eyes, like he was he was a I believed that that fucker was a dedicated cult follower and that he was in love with Jeremiah he was pretty gross they cast him pretty well everybody was cast everybody was fucking cast the, yeah. they, that blonde haired woman how what a piece of shit she was and how she acted and she was jealous and then she was telling Nicolas Cage Jeremiah says I was the best lover I was like a lapping <laughs> lapping uh, uh, waves over the hard rock of whatever and all of a sudden I was like what the fuck but <laughs> Cage let's get back to Cage um Okay, first of all, 
like where they lived, that house, for me, it was awesome out in the woods and everything. But number one, it's out in the woods and number two, where, where there's nobody around. But the I, windows around the bed would freak me out. The, everything was, the, the whole place was just like glass windows and, <laughs> and no curtains. That's like, I have my curtains closed all the time. The door is closed and everything. Nobody can see in. I could be sitting in here in my underwear. I could be sitting here naked. I could, if somebody like thought they were going to rob the place for all they know, I'm sitting in here with a 12 gauge shotgun pointing at the fucking door. And then there, but I, you know, I kind of see that. I, I liked that he, uh, oh, shit. Uh, the guy that did the soundtrack to this died this year of a cocaine and medication overdose. Probably watched this movie. You know, 48, 48 years old. It, but the one thing that they developed early in this was that Mandy and Red, who is Nicolas Cage, they were like soulmates. Yeah. Like the whole shit about like uh, them sitting there watch it, when I, when you're watching this, if you're a film geek like us or like you, um, I'm just a film guy. <laughs> Uh, but anyway, like when they're sitting there watching that fucking, uh, I don't know if it was laser blast or whatever the, and they're eating their meal, but they're watching oh, what was the that t- they were watching. It was, it looked like extra. Have you ever seen that movie extra? I think that I have been seen box cover art for extra, but I haven't it's, seen it. It's pretty entertaining. But, um, them sitting there watching that and then they're sitting there talking about like Galactus and stuff. You're like, man, that's was, that was kind of cool. <laughs> and uh, like when, when he saw her at the party and they just made eye contact, so it was almost like a fate thing. And, and I thought that kind of ran through it too. Like when they would show the, um, I love the uh, animated stuff that, they, that was thrown in there because it was almost like night she, beast. They were watching yeah, night beast. I just found it. The, the, um, it, it when they showed the um, uh, the animated stuff and things like that, it was almost like he was this warrior that had been like the like the chemist said, "Man, they they really wronged you." Um, Something she, about her seemed kind of wounded, and like he was like a, almost like a like he felt even before right. you see his reaction to what happens to them in the middle of the movie, it seemed like he was like uh he felt it was like he was a protective force for her yeah he was her like protector and everything and she had that scar like on her eye but Mm -hmm. and then the one thing about like her having the two different colored eyes that was and just the way she looked and everything she she looked like uh of course like a you know i want to say she's british also by the way i just looked it up yeah she was in the death of stalin which is a great fucking movie if you haven't seen it uh it's funny as hell it's a dark comedy of steve buscemi i watched that at the beast or at the beach too at the beast um but (laughs) like when they showed in the one animated thing where they would he would be seeing her in his dreams or or when he was like on the fucking LSD or whatever. Whatever that purple goo was. Yeah, that, that goop, it looked like fucking uh, old rotten cum I, or something. I'll tell you what, the first time I watched this, I was, it was pretty, it was, I felt like it was a little slow. Mm-hmm. And I didn't as, like it that much when I saw it the first time. I was like, it's, it's worth a while. I didn't think it was that good. The as second soon as time he I, tasted that stuff and it's like, blap, and like all oh, the yeah. shit that they show, like that sold me on the movie and I was definitely in for the rest of it after that. Now there were some some things in it where you kind of like have you sort of suspend disbelief. Yeah, uh, yeah. A few things like when the guy, uh, when they have him tied up and and uh, they say, well, this is the sword of what you call it, blah blah blah. That guy comes over and takes that thing, and that thing had to have been like, two, like two feet fucking long, or like a a a, 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 a 
feel like about two feet long sword and he fucking sticks it in Nicholas Cage's fucking side all the way up to the hilt and pulls it out now that didn't seem to bother him the whole rest of the fucking yeah there's no blood on his shirt any other time in the movie from that wound or whatever it was and that's about it but and then um I like the, the 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 chemist guy when he walked in there. The chemist is making blotter acid, <laughs> and he's fucking putting the goddamn fucking little stamp things, uh, blotter things down in the in the acid with his bare hands. <laughs> so you know that shit's just soaking into him. But that's like the biker guys. Uh, are we supposed to think that that if you if you just fucking take so much acid that you turn into like a monster <laughs> well yeah i don't know if that what they were supposed they they seemed certainly supernatural except yeah. that they were riding four-wheelers which is yeah. kind of weird but but like they call them with a fucking like piece of coral or like lava rock or whatever yeah. that was and that yeah horn of whatever but now <laughs> i couldn't understand what the fuck they were saying because that one said something and it sounded like <laughs> Yeah, I need to, I need some subtitles for them. And Nicolas Cage screamed something at one point that I really I, tr- I rewound and tried to figure it out. I well, think one time he screamed, uh, "You rip!" Remember when he goes, "Yeah, you ripped rip my shirt my or something." Shirt. Was that what it was? Rip oh my, my god, shirt. it was great. You ripped my shirt. Rip my shirt. Rip my shirt. <laughs> so there was a couple of Cage moments like that that were fucking pretty awesome. But I'm telling you what, man, when he was fucking in that bathroom in his tidy whities <laughs> And he's all fucking bloody and tore up. And, that was but, that was a cage moment, definitely. Okay, that was definitely a cage moment, but it was funny. But then there were times during that whole scene where he's just drinking and fucking like trying to force it down his throat just to like numb himself or whatever or whatever he was doing. Yeah. Um, it was I I could almost like it, it was when you say like a cage moment. Um, a lot of times you think, okay, he's he's just fucking going so out of it, going for it, and it's just ridiculous. But he was doing that, but then he would just when he start, he would like in the middle of that would just like it would hit him, and he'd just like almost break down and like start crying. But then he would just, you know, he went through all these emotions, and I thought it was excellent, you know. Yeah, yeah. But um, he looked kind of puffy uh, and fat. <laughs> a little bit like yeah, you know, his face did he looked like he was pretty muscular in his body but his face looked a little of it where at the beginning i thought his face looked kind of bloated even though he had a beard in it fucking that i'm watching the undertaker here with his goddamn hair dye job <laughs> cage definitely had a hair dye, dye job and then he's got some kind of a comb over weave or some something <laughs> on there because there was parts at the beginning where his hair looks really full and really dark for his age. Because how the fuck old is Cage? Okay, uh, what's oh, he's her in name? his fifties, definitely. She's thirty-six, and Cage. He's born in sixty-four. Okay, so he's about my age. So he's a real man, and he is young and virile, just like me. Nice. Uh, but anyway, um, I'm trying to think like the the whole tiger thing, the the shirt. And then the tiger, and then so the uh, okay, so the shirt I was trying to figure out. So I saw two things with the shirt. So the number four is in in Jap- in Asian culture and Japanese particularly is 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 the number is like a, a very unlucky number, and it because one of the words for four is the same. It sounds the same as the word for death. You're she. talking about the, the shirt that she was wearing that he put on. No, no the, the 44 shirt, yeah. His not favorite the shirt. Okay. The, not the tiger shirt, the one that he said is his favorite shirt, the one with the 44 on it. 
And there's also a, a Bible verse, which I don't understand when I read it, but it's a Jeremiah, which was the other guy's name. There's a Jeremiah 44, right. which may have something to do with it, too. So I couldn't figure that out, why that was his favorite shirt. but Because that's the one he complained with the guy ripped, because he was wearing yeah, that yeah. when he was Well, she was wearing that. Yeah, it's like, you know, when the girl, when you're with a girl and she wants something, you're, so she wears yeah, your yeah. shirt or whatever. And then she was wearing it when, you know, they did all their shit the, the the i'll tell you another weird thing was um um when they had her fucking strapped to that chair and they dosed her and everything that big fucking bug that wasp what the fuck was up with that and i don't she, know that totally said, made her hallucinate that's the cherry on top and i'm like oh that little hole but, in the neck and like and that her her face being imposed over his while he was talking. That was and... fucking awesome. <laughs> I, I was free, I, because when I watched it the first time, I'm watching it on my. I, I, I wish I would watch it on my fucking uh, big TV, but I, I got it on my iPad, so I watched it both times on my iPad. And again, this is. Uh, uh, it was so weird. I think the one thing that kind of fucked me up the first time I watched it was reading everybody, and I'm not putting anybody down or anything like that but people online that were watching it in our circle of of uh acquaintances i guess um going off on this movie so much that it, it almost turned me off mm. and it was so hyped that when i first watched it i'm like i thought it was slow and i thought okay this is good but it's not that great and it's it's over it's just over stylized self-indulgent you know kind of directing and everything i watched it today right before the show and i enjoyed the fuck out of it yeah plus i start i was seeing it, it, it more was coming to me about like the influences and what they were going for and what things meant and the metaphysical things and how, what I thought they meant and how they made me feel and everything. And then again, the, the, uh, they could have went straight for just the family or the cult thing, mm -hmm. uh, of, but, but adding that, douchebaggery uh, uh, showing that uh, Jeremiah, what a douchebag that he was, yeah. instead of having him be the straight up, you know, evil wizard or the evil <laughs> warlock, because she was reading that book and in the book that she was reading when, like, she was, uh, Mandy was always reading that book, that uh, paperback sci-fi movie, or uh, it was like a sword sorcerer sci-fi kind yeah, of thing Yeah, fantasy novel. And it, it, one of the things said something about, like, warlocks and everything, and and uh, that they said that that was like a that's not a real book that was a fake book that they just made up for the movie. Mm. <laughs> but um, um, they could, like I said, I I could like uh, well the one thing I was thinking was again I've said this before I'm repeating myself was that I thought that this could have been like a sword and sorcerer kind of a movie, uh, and it I kind mean, of, in a way it was it was a modern day version of that, and um, but. They could have had him, that Linus Roche guy, kind of, or, or Jeremiah, just play straight up like, you know, the, the cult leader. But they did show him. I love that they showed that he really was a snake oil salesman, a megalomaniac douchebag, that he really was like a fucking pathetic douche. And 
he but he found these people that would follow him and everything and like somebody said online how much bigger of a douche can you be that you carry around your own fucking album and make people <laughs> listen to it and everything and like manson he controlled those people like like those kids first of all because manson was like 30 some years old and all these the people in his family were like between 15 and 8 19 or 20 or something like that they were all real mm-hmm. young and he used LSD and drugs and shit like that to control them and to put forth this image yeah you can sit there and say I'm I am Jesus I am Satan I am all in one I am the alpha and the omega and everything and you'll sit there and get what a douchebag but if you're if i'm fucking <laughs> dosing you with lsd and i'm saying that shit and i'm standing there and i'm prophesizing and saying all this stuff then you're seeing the stuff and you start to, you're believing it yeah. and uh the the how how they portrayed those people and like i said you know you're when i was watching that i i i remembered like uh that manson movie that that uh, Van Beber did, and also uh, that uh, movie with uh, Elizabeth Olsen, who was in that has a lookalike in a porn movie. Uh, uh, the uh, Martha Marcy May Marlene. Yeah, yeah. Uh, th- that that cult-like thing and everything. Um, I'm trying to think of so the 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 almost dual personality of Jeremiah, the pathetic douchebag, and then he would morph into that. Even when he was dick. Well, even when he was looking in the mirror and he was like, What do I do? What do I do? What do oh, I do? Yeah. Saying himself. And then he looks down and when he looks back up, he's like, Don't ever doubt yourself or whatever. That it was like almost like a split personality, like there was something else there that was this other of him. And but that that part at the end where he goes, man, I'll suck your fucking dick. I swear <laughs> to God, dude, you know, is that what you want? Uh, that was awesome. And when he when he, I love when when he had that fucking stupid big white robe on, and he's standing there talking about like, you know, my little flowers and all this and that and everything, and and she's watching him, and she literally, that the the woman that played Mandy. Um, I know they weren't going for this, obviously, because she wasn't one of his followers. She looked like fucking Susan Adkins, who was one of Charles Manson's. Oh, she was making me think of uh, Shelley Duvall Duvall from uh, The Shining. But if if you saw her in that, um, she plays Stalin's daughter in uh, The Death of Stalin. You'd never even think it was the same two people. Oh, wow. Yeah. Play some more of that music, man. <laughs> but I mean, I'm, I'm just like this. Any movie that has a chainsaw, two guys fighting with chainsaws, <laughs> yeah. has to come from like uh, Dark of the Sun with Rod Taylor and the German. Dark of the, Dark of the Sun, one of the, uh, a couple of the Texas Chainsaw Massacres. Yeah, and, yeah, this, uh, and what's his name? Fight with the Chainsaws and Texas Chainsaw 2. Yeah, and then this movie. <laughs> That's about That's it. Like, if you have a chainsaw fight and, and fighting with like a big chain, like a, he, uh, uh, he uh, uh, Nicholas Cage, uh, uh, channeled Ivan Koloff or the junkyard dog when he when he wrapped that fucking <laughs> around that guy. and how about that kill nice that big muscular guy had that had that giant chainsaw and 
Cage fucking takes that big logging chain and fucking pulls him down on that saw. That was amazing. That was because he was just like it was like he was crawling. I would love to have been on the set while they were making this <laughs> and see all the crazy shit that was going on. There was a lot of LSD. Uh, and that's what somebody was saying when I was reading just a little bit about this was, I guess, now, did you say that the other movie, they it had like an LSD kind of a... No, it has a very... Um, this guy, uh, the director, has a certain, a definite style that he goes for. But it, I don't... I, I've watched about half of Beyond the Black Rainbow, and that, I don't think there are any drugs in it that what I've seen, but is it worth a watch? I mean, is it worth, is it so far? It's super interesting. It's, it's like I said, I only seen half of it. Okay. Uh, so far, super interesting. And it's like this, it's another one of those, like it's like, it it, it seems like exploring those similar kind of, uh, ideas about, uh, control and, and brainwashing and stuff like that. There's like, the story is like, there's some organization that combines like spirituality with, uh, with something else and like for finding pure happiness. Anyway, it's kind of been distorted by the eighties and this guy, and I don't know why, but the guy, he's a real fucking creep is like, he's keeping this teenage girl captive in the basement of this place. And she's some kind of psychic. Uh And, but she's powerless next to this weird, like big diamond thing in the room. Like as long as that's there, she can't act on it. Um, so I've like I said I've only seen half of it, but he comes down there and pretty much taunts her, like ask her these questions, and he's tapping on his, on his uh, he taps his pen on his uh, clipboard, and he's a real piece of shit. So I need to fi- <laughs> I need to finish it and see because I don't know where it's headed. It's really bizarre. Do you know that Nicholas Cage's middle name is Kim? <laughs> I didn't know that. Nicholas Kim Coppola, and his last spouse. He was married to Patricia Arquette then Lisa Marie Presley and his last wife who he got divorced from in 2016 her name was Alice Kim and his fucking middle name is Kim that's weird anyway it's not (laughs) weird but when he took the when he took the um, the dab of the uh, LSD or whatever it was whatever that purple goo was yeah and it it, it kind of it was that that almost like whatever that shit was (laughs) it it like made him <laughs> like I don't know Superman. if I would want to say ascend or transform into something else. Yeah. He became like the beast. The, yeah. Yeah. Uh, he became like the predator because um, in the one part where, where they do the, uh, the um, animation, Mandy, every time he sees her in, a- in the animation, she, you know, she's naked and everything. Uh, and uh, he is the tiger laying there the wounded tiger laying oh, there on yeah, his with side the aside from the dagger i guess yeah and she reaches in and pulls out that green uh you were talking about the the stone or whatever in the other movie uh that takes away the power where she reaches in and pulls out that green glowing stone thing so maybe maybe there is more metaphysical than just them imagining this shit maybe that's why the when he he got stabbed. That's why it didn't affect him. Cause he was, but anyway, he was the tiger. And then they had the tiger on his shirt. They had the tiger that was in the big cage and the chemist thing. I really want to know again, like I said, what, like what the, if the 1983 means anything, cause they well, point out they, in both they said of these, something that it takes about that, that guy really fucking has a problem with baby boomers or something. <laughs> <laughs> uh, 
I want to say, oh, let's see, uh, Panos. Panos Cosmos. They have to be Greek. Definitely. Uh, um, and have you ever seen him? He looks like a big, uh, hairy redneck. Yeah. I, I was surprised. I'll see. Uh, I wanted to tell a simple story uh, at the 80s and what happened to the baby boomer generation. Um, I want to explore the baby boomer new age religion fixation. Hmm. So there's, uh, he's, I just remember reading or seeing something where I just, that stuck in my head that it's something about the baby boomers. I have, I Uh, found an article I'll send to you. It's, uh, he has a cynical attitude towards baby boomers who have got something. It's, uh, it's after I finish, uh, beyond the black rainbow, I'll read this, but it's an AV. Uh, avclub.com mm. uh, article called Mandy and Beyond the Black Rainbow share a lot more than the year 1983. Well, there's going to be, this is definitely one of those movies and probably uh, Beyond the Black Rainbow is another, especially since, you know, since Mandy came out and everything, that you're going to be able to get online and it's going to be cool to uh, read everybody's theories and read uh, all the little, um, 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 I don't know if I would even call them Easter eggs, but little things that people pick up on, like homages. Mm-hmm. I did notice that the um, Cheddar Goblin, uh, Bill Duke had Cheddar Goblin in his cabinet. Nice. Uh, you can see <laughs> it up there. So that and and the the whole whoever whoever was the uh, marketing genius behind Cheddar Goblin, I think they need to get a new job because there was nothing that made me want to eat. Uh, <laughs> Uh, fucking macaroni and cheese. I feel like thing. I read somewhere about what it smelled like. Like the che- the cheese they had to use was like it was like there was like vinegar or something. Well, the thing's like the right vomiting texture. fucking macaroni and cheese all over kids and everything. Yeah, yeah. That's supposed to be you know make you want to <laughs> eat the macaroni. Cheese. Yeah, give me a break. Uh, okay, let's rate this. Ah, uh, I don't want to give it a ten. But after I watched it today, it's it, I I was like, man, I, I want to. When I watched it the first time, I literally said, I think on online, I was like, you know, I watched it. I don't know if I'll ever watch it again, or I, I'm not clamoring to watch it again anytime soon. But now I kind of even want to watch it again, like right now. <laughs> so it must be pretty good. Jeez. Um, I kind of wonder. I've never seen the animated thing, Heavy Metal. Have you? I wonder how it's yeah, related yeah, to yeah, that. Yeah, yeah, that was good. Maybe it's heavy metal from 1983. Um, I, I'll, I will say that the uh, the uh, animation in this reminded me of of the animation in heavy metal. Heavy metal's 1981. Damn it! Thought I was yeah. onto something. I saw that in the theater. <laughs> nice. Let's see if this fucker has anything coming up. Well, and see, you know, usually on IMDb it'll say, you know. Uh, yeah, he doesn't do anything. Like he'll, he'll probably be another eight years till he makes another movie. He's kind of like. Um, Who's that asshole that did Badlands? Terrence Malick. <laughs> hey, that asshole that did that really great movie. Several yeah. great movies. Yeah. Well, anyway, what did you, what, you didn't I, rate it. If I had to rate it now, uh, when I okay, let's see. The first time I watched it, if I had to rate it, I would have given it like a, I mean, only like like a five or something. Maybe even like a four. I didn't really like it that much. I thought it was overly long. Like I said, I thought it was self-indulgent and just kind of it was style over substance. This time when I watched it, I would probably give it like a nine. Nice. Because I really liked it this time, and I and like I said, I, maybe it just took me. I do think it really threw me off that everybody was jizzing in their pants and coming in their own mouths about. Like, <laughs> oh my god, this is so good. Oh. 
So but now maybe I'm doing that. I still think it's more style over substance, but for me, the style is really, I like the style a lot, so that works for me. I think I'm coming in my mouth. Nice. Uh, and for me, it was definitely slower the first time because I didn't know what it was going to be. Like, right. I was like, with a movie called Mandy, too, it's like, what the hell is this thing going to be about? Um, oh, it was going around fucking for some stupid reason that Barry Manilow song Mandy got stuck in my head because of this fucking movie. Nice. And uh, that's not a good thing. <laughs> not at all. Um, not that that's a bad song. It's just, you know. But the like I said, the first time I saw it and he took the whatever the, the LSD goo was mm-hmm. and that's when it sold me the first time. So when I went in watch and watched it today, I I had a better idea of what what it was. And I think this is one of these movies that is just gonna. I, I'm curious if other people feel the same way, but you and I have obviously had a, a similar experience with it in that it's one of these that's gonna reward you after rewatching it. Right. Um, after you get the the initial like barrage of it out of the way, and you know what's coming. You're gonna you're not gonna focus so much on the pacing and the gore and the ridiculousness as much right. the second time because you know it's there. You're gonna be okay, now I'm gonna look for the stuff, the right. the guts of it, beyond just this is a simple you fucked me up, I'm gonna fuck you up revenge story. Well, so. and another thing I thought when I watched it the first time was okay, I've seen Cage act like a fucking, you know, overact and act like a nut and you know, <laughs> his his uh you know, I'm 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 channeling uh, this and that. You know, the German I'm expressionist and yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> so what 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 was in your um? I would say uh, after the second watch, I'm I'm sitting at about eight point five. I really go. liked it, so I think it's uh. We're just coming and coming, coming at each other. It's it's, it's not for everybody. Definitely not means. for everybody. Definitely not for everybody by any means. But I read some reviews on like uh, uh, Amazon and I and uh, IMDb and stuff, and there are people that fucking hated this movie that said it was the best movie <laughs> they've ever seen. They turned it off. It's horrible. It's fucking stupid and pathetic. And blah, blah, blah. it's just it's 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 a strange strange movie. And if you're on board with what it's what it's handing you pretty quickly, you're gonna I think you'll be you'll enjoy it. So. Awesome. Hey, and we have about a minute 55 left on the soundtrack. We did good. We listened to the whole soundtrack. Whee! Yeah. Um, so that's our review of Mandy and our talk about stuff and stuff. Um, I don't stuff. know our voicemail line anymore, so. Uh, 636 two, two, or 3. Okay, sorry. Let me start over again. 636 323. Do you know the last numbers? I don't. 9960. Man, I can't remember it all. I probably still remember the other one if I say it. Again. What's the email address? Uh, silvergoldpodcast at gmail.com. So send Me. us feed sack at silvergoldpodcast at gmail.com or voicemail at 636. Help me out. Two, <laughs> I keep wanting to say 232. <laughs> I, I, I know I'm dyslexic. I always thought I was. Or some, 626 323. No, 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 no. 636. Yeah. Three two three. That's what I said. Nine nine six zero. Nine nine six zero. You said and, two, uh, two three come two. And check out our website, silvergold, silverandgold.com, and our Facebook group. Uh, maybe come leave our Facebook group at 
Facebook.com slash. Leave. Uh, everybody else does. Yeah. Um, Facebook.com slash group slash Silva and Gold. And I think we're still on Stitcher, maybe. I, st- I got to like add from them. And, uh, and uh, we're on iTunes. So, yeah. Um, I don't know what we'll do or when we'll do again, but uh, we'll figure something out. Man, I'm and starving. I, I'm, I'm pretty hungry, too. I ate half a pizza when I got home, and I'm still fucking hungry because I'm a I haven't ate since this pig. morning. I ate, like, uh, maybe 13 hours ago. Ooh. Yeah, you need food. All right. Well, Zom, do you have anything else? Uh, no, no, I don't. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, until next time, this is Loaf Oot. Zom Oot. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Thank you.